You're listening to the Opie and Anthony channel on Sirius XM. The Ron and Fez show starts. Come on. Now! Be a real man. Some of them slings and arrows. Be a real man. 
let's get down to it, boppers. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show. Artist of the day, the great Todd Rundgren. This was going to be the point of the show that I made the announcement. And on the show today, the great Todd Rundgren. And he is coming in to do the show. Just, let's just say one of us has been smoking an amazing amount of weed. A scary amount of weed. And... Is getting a little lax. Mm. Doesn't matter which one of us that it is. It's just happening. Hey, is Davy Mac uh, coming in this week? I couldn't remember what that was. Last week or this week? Believe he'll be around tomorrow. Uh, oh boy, I just thought you're the guy telling me. <laughs> That's why I, I throw believe in front of there. So I take it we didn't have time to change the playlist to the actual Todd Rundgren day? No. did not have time. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Earl tried to contact me about something, too, yesterday. See if he wants to stop in this week. Okay. Oh, and Tommy Z wants to come in and talk about his new job. Oh, he's got a new gig? A very big gig. Uh, Social Chromag got picked up? I hear the mocking tone that you're doing right now. Uh, he, uh, so I go, oh, great, Chris will call you. And then he writes back. And they, I always love it when people go, well, what about this date? I'm like, Chris is going to call you. Oh, or I could do this one. What? <laughs> like, they just want me to book it. Don't worry. But I don't have the schedules in front of me. And the schedule's great because uh, words jump off of one day and onto the other. And it's very funny. Um, here's, uh, Craig. Craig, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Mr. B. I just, I can hear Chris laughing like he thinks it's funny that he's just fucking falling apart and letting you down, which he used to be the guy that you turned to. Now he, Matty Ice is leaving. I, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, man. He's I mean, falling apart. I didn't think of it that way. You no. think I'm happy about this? You think I'm I'm feel good yeah, about myself screwing something up? You need to step up to the fucking plate, Pepper. <sighs> you know, I just wish I could curse, and but that's you know what? what he's trying to do. <laughs> you know what? You're Chris, not a nice person, Chris. Chris, he's teasing you. <laughs> he's kidding you. He wants you to start cursing. You know, it ain't working. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm not going to curse. I had one uh, slip up on but, Saturday. But see, here's the thing. Do you now realize that when you did curse, you were sharp as a fucking razor? <laughs> it, a dollar razor. I'm still, and, uh... Is it Dollar Club Razor or Dollar Razor Club? Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. That's a crazy name. It's a club, Viren. 
<laughs> that costs one dollar to join. I've been blackballed from it. Oh my god. Mm. Well, you know, it's still it's still getting used to this not cursing thing. It's moving more. You think slowly. that's what's fucking up the rest of your life, though? <laughs> Probably other things. Other things other than that. The weed. Herb. Should it be kept at me? I'll run a U-Haul and bring it over to my house. U-Haul. Oh boy. Mm. Don't enjoy the screw-ups. Makes me feel very bad about myself. I don't want to let anyone down. Well, what you're trying to say is that you're a bad person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am a bad person. So I figured. <laughs> yeah, Matty Ice is leaving and everything's fucking falling apart. The heat got fucking beat last night. First of all, I don't know whether you saw any of the... I'm... By the way, I'm sleeping on some crazy... Second shift <laughs> off kilter. I didn't know about the kidnappings. I slept through the heat game. And then I wake up in the middle of the night like fucking Fievel looking out my window. Well, I passed down that chair yesterday. I know. You <laughs> and he, he drunk woke me up. He came in looking for newspapers. It's like, God, oh, I usually leave the post around here. I was looking for it. I was like, oh, what? Hey, drunk. What are you doing here? I was weirded out. Eddie, it's 50 cents. <laughs> Stop scrambling around in trash cans looking for it. He took them out of the trash. It's not like he's eating them. <laughs> I believe, at least I believe he did. I don't know. I was in a half-sleep haze. You know what I want to do? I want to get him a present and have the post delivered to his house. Oh, he would love that. Um, so you must have been sleeping for hours if he came in. Yeah, I was, I was passed out for hours and I came too. <laughs> in the chair? In the chair. Yeah, because that fucking couch is impossible to sleep on. Oh, then that sleeping lady came up. She's the sleeping lady? The sleeping, that's the cleaning lady. Oh, my God, she, you're a mess, She dude. came up, and finally, that's when I woke up, as she was sweeping up. You're the fucking before picture of Hazleton right now. Hey. Your, uh, your new nickname is going to be Million Little Pieces. And it's all true this time. I'm not making anything up. Maybe we ought to fucking send you away. Where? Somewhere just to dry you out. Literally dry you out. It's been a rough couple of days. And then you had a rough winter, and now you're having a rough spring. Spring just started, so I think I can write this ship. I know I can write this ship. There's no thinking here. I, I, I will write this ship. I would... Um put together an intervention yeah. but if I call your friends they all got DUIs I don't know how I'm going to get them over here <laughs> I wish you would dump those fucking seriously ragamuffin crew that you run with Tight. yesterday you, you admitted that's where you get your prison lingo in because they're in and out of Rikers like it's a fucking Ramada Inn listen Rikers is easy time <laughs> oh I don't think so dude that ain't fucking easy I'd be fucking screaming, send me upstate the whole time I was in there. Look, get into a boot camp and then you're good. It's so loud. Every time I stay over there, like, how do those guys fucking stand it? Um, so, yeah, I didn't see everything about that rescue until this morning, uh, which was. Just fucking nuttiness. 
these story, these things. I guess what happens every maybe a couple of years now. There's oddly enough, there's people being kept in dungeons in the United States, even you know around the world. Where there's some crazy story where. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a parent, this story is actually scarier than the Boston one. The Boston one, which everybody fixated on. Yeah, you know, this is the kind of shit that makes you afraid to let your fucking kids go to the goddamn bus stop by themselves. It's why when you ever drive by bus stops and you see all those cars because the kids are sitting with their moms <laughs> at the bus stop. <clears throat> well, and that's uh, the exact opposite of what it was like when I was a little kid. No one's mom was at their bus stop. Nobody's. If I had children, I, I, after I'm homeschooling, it's, I don't want them even to go to A lot school. of people feel the same way. I don't want them to be, God forbid, I had a daughter. And Here's what happens when you homeschool, though. Your kids ends up, end up majoring in cartoons. <laughs> Used to be Fred was homeschooled. He's doing great. He's on Madison Avenue. Really? He'd be fucking here if he didn't fucking homeschool I. <laughs> and plus, he wasn't homeschooled. He told us he got beat up at that school by a big black girl. Oh, he told me something different. Well, he said this on the air. Uh, Don, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie V, if you have a few minutes, you gotta play that clip of the neighbor that discovered the little girl. It's a snippet of wisdom. Yeah, I heard it this morning, and uh, oh, and I replayed, and I'm sure we'll get to it later today. But the clip that weirded me out more was Amanda Perry calling nine one one. Just take a listen to this and focus on. How freaked out she is, and how the 911 operator is treating her. 51 p.m. 59 seconds, May 62013. You need police, fire, or ambulance? I need police. Okay, and what's going on there? I've been kidnapped, and I've been missing for 10 years, and I'm, I'm here. I'm Fucking, uh, you know, 
Now, I'm going to sound sexist right now, but I think we should only have women operators. <laughs> women are the ones who know how to nurture. Obviously, this poor girl is in a panic, like she's in a horror film, which, by the way, she is. And if this fucking lunatic got back, you're probably going to have a murder-suicide take place. She needs to be chilled the fuck out. I thought that they were supposed to keep the victims talking, not try to bum-rush them off the fucking phone. You th yeah, you'd think they'd want to get details out. Like, as fast as possible, just get them recorded, or just talk but to But also chill her, because you could hear, she's got a screaming kid, this is a horrific fucking story. As I've heard from a wise man before, when a little white girl runs to a black man, you know it's trouble. By the way, she's been kidnapped for 10 years. She don't know how the whole fucking 911 thing calls works. Or she would have called you fucking 10 years. She's been waiting 10 years for this goddamn minute. Oh, I wish I was that guy's boss. I'd be like, look, I want you to keep a fucking schedule. If you know when the guest is booked, put it on the schedule that day. Not just put it in all kinds of crazy days just because you have an open space there. I've been smoking a lot of goddamn weed lately. This little girl's mom's dead because of just waiting to try to not. She never knew that her daughter. Was, oh my god! I didn't even know that part of it. Yeah, uh, she died like f three years ago, maybe. Oh my god! And they were like, "Yeah, she, she just couldn't. She's been searching for her daughter all this time because she still believes she was alive, and then she just dies." <sighs> that's what. That's what just. I read that this morning, and I was like, "Okay, that's the world's the worst place." There. <laughs> And apparently, this was three brothers, all in on it. I think. And I think there was a, a woman involved too. I I, I got to get every fucking detail of this crazy ass story. That's always the craziest part when there's the woman's involved, like the guy out in California who kidnapped like, the the girl for like whatever seventeen years or whatever it was, and the wife was in on it, and they had, she had they had little, like, the babies. <sighs> this guy does it three separate times. I can't believe he got away with it for so long. It's hard to fucking believe. Like, you want to get in the back of your head. All right, there's not really evil in the world. People are motivated by different things, and you might not be able to recognize everything that they're motivated from. But how do you get from capturing someone and fucking keeping them like they're in jail... But worse, because at least in jail, your family can come visit, and you can get news back and forth. This is worse than jail. And this this happens enough, like that you know that there's there's someone there's you know of all, all the missing persons reports and you know across the United States every year. There's people in basements of other people's homes being absolutely right, right now, now, right, right fucking now, right now. Because remember we saw that crazy thing out of Europe, and you're like, how does something like that happen? Shit, there's fucking people keeping their own kids in basements like this. Oh. Then there was like that, they have the little girl that was with the three kidnap victims, so I'm, I'm, I'm you know, it's got to be a, a kidnap baby. Um, here's Jason in Detroit. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron and Road Rash. 
Hey, Ron, I think a lot of people are overlooking the most tragic thing about this, this case, and that's the fact is that these three young ladies had to live in Cleveland for the last 10 years. All right, see, here's the only thing that doesn't work about that joke, uh, Jason. I'm from Detroit? Yes. <laughs> you got to remember that you don't want to make fun of cities when you live in Detroit. You want to keep city humor down to a fucking minimum. <laughs> I know, this little girl is just finding out that uh, LeBron is playing in Miami. She's going to be crushed. She might as well just say, just put it back in the house. Uh, here's uh, Arv in Cleveland. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, what's going on, Ron? First off, you nailed it with the, the kids not riding the school buses anymore. And it's not just the parents. It's also the schools themselves. I live in a rural community just south of Cleveland, and we aren't even offered school busing anymore. The schools won't be responsible for the kids. So we have to drive our kids to school. They can't walk because it's too far. But anyway, all the news in Cleveland right now, you're, uh, you've got Amanda Berry, Gina Day, Jesus, which were two gigantic kidnappings about 10, 11 years ago. And then we've got this... Uh, What's her name? Teresa or Michelle Knight is the other. And the news don't have a picture of her. They didn't even use her name until probably six hours after these girls were rescued. So it, the family of this woman, they've got to be just horrified that, you know, their kid wasn't even important enough to have a picture or a mention or anything. And she was the first one kidnapped. I, I, am, I am stunned. I'm stunned by this story. It does it that, seemed, you got, you it, got the six-year-old kid, yeah. which is obviously uh, born and raised in that house because they've been locked in there for 11 years. So the kid is six years old, and this kid is going to be just destroyed. I mean, not only never gone to school, never been to a doctor, never had any kind of social interaction. Never been outside. Child, but knows this horrible person as daddy. You know, now you're tearing this kid away and saying, you know, hey, daddy's going to jail and, you know, he's a really bad guy. Well, you know, you can come out of that, though, because look at Hicks. All right. Oh, well, great. point made. Mm. Point made. And thanks for uh, mentioning Detroit there. Uh, yeah, that came out of nowhere. This is, not t this is not the day for city humor. Yeah, I still can't. I'm, I'm trying to find this picture of this Michelle Knight girl, and it's just the first two. The, it's, uh... I can't. I cannot understand it. I mean, we sit around all the time and act like, oh, Big Brother, and there's fucking, you know, cameras everywhere. And then shit like this could happen like it's the Middle Ages. <sighs> Here's Chris. Chris, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, uh, huge fan, guys. Um, I don't know if um, if you've seen this, but uh, the the mom of um, one of the girls that was kidnapped was on um, Sylvia Brown, the psychic or medium or whatever she calls herself. And uh, this is like four or five years ago, and she told the mom that her daughter was dead um, in water somewhere. And there's um, there's audio of it that, uh, and it's just. Uh, just pathetic, these, uh, these alleged psychics. So she actually said to the mom, your daughter's dead and in water. 
Absolutely. She said, your daughter is dead. Um, I see her in water, and she is dead. Um, and the mother said, uh, so I'll never see her again. And she said, um, no, you'll see her in heaven. Oh, well, that part was nice. You know, I don't even know I could have said that to the mother if I saw the daughter there. I don't even know if then I could say that to a mother, your daughter's dead in the water. If you go over to the iBank, Chris, it's in the comments. Somebody has put up a link. Somebody just put it up there. You can't find it? Um, here is uh, Jim in Cleveland. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, the third, the third woman that you guys are talking about, the uh, Michelle Knight or whatever, she was an, I think, an adult. She was like 19 or 20 when she went missing. So, you know, you didn't have that. There was that thought, I think, that well, she could have just went somewhere or whatever. You didn't have that same... Dude, you understand um, that, that Cleveland looks like the Lost Boys right now, right? Yeah, uh, well... I mean, it looks like a vampire town. It, it's absolutely insane. I, I, the, the fact that that even happened yesterday, I, all I'm saying is that I think the reason why the third person didn't have the same amount of coverage or whatever is because she was an adult, and I think everybody looks at that a different way. Yeah, like maybe she went to Lauderdale, like a lot yeah. of young girls will. It's like, I'm blowing out of here without telling anybody, so I don't have to stay in touch with them. Yeah, the other two stories were, they were big stories 10 years ago, and they've been, you know, there's been that constant, just heartbreaking coverage where either the news or the, or the paper goes back every year and says, you know, hey, it's been however many years since this young girl went missing, and then, you know, they talk to the families. It, so it's been like a constant story for nine or ten years, however long it's been. Um, so it's just, it's incredible and heartbreaking at the same time. So, um, all right, man. Thanks. All right. Yep. So fucking nuts. Uh, here's our buddy Andy in Cleveland. Andy. Hey, good morning, guys. Andy, um, I don't, don't want to talk about comic books right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Something much more important today. Um, just, just so you know, just so we're getting the right picture, though. This neighborhood that they found these girls in, there are mu there are lots of bad neighborhoods in Cleveland. There's, there's, we have urban blight, just as bad as Detroit. They're even talking about following some of the same programs that Detroit did, where certain blocks on the east side are talking about leveling and getting rid of. Uh, so, but not to confuse that with where they found these girls. The West Twenty Fifth area goes back and forth between being, uh, you know, urban working class homes. And uh, you know some you know some more run down than others. It's not really a vacation spot, but it's not it's not urban blight by any means. I used to work over there. I used to deliver for a company. It's just you know a couple blocks from where they found these girls. And you know it's 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 you've got good you've got good houses and bad houses just like you would in any you know urban right. neighborhood. But it's not but it's not some apocalyptic vision of boarded up houses. Which I'm not sure at this point. Honestly, I can't tell you if I find that more disturbing or less disturbing. Um, I think what really needs to be looked at, and nobody's really talking about it, is as a culture, we got to get back to like community and neighborhoods again. I mean, I know on my street, I know the first names of the people who own the houses next to me, and that's it. I've never been in said houses. 
I don't, I don't, it's not like we, we talk about anything or any length of time. I couldn't tell you who lives across the street from me, two, do- two doors down. And I, I think that's how this happens, is that we've become so, we've pulled so far back that we, you know, we just don't get involved anymore. And, it, you know, we all scratch our heads, how could this possibly happen in this community? I think it could happen anywhere in America because there's so many places where, you know, neighbors are just are just that person that you wave to as you back out of your driveway in the morning, and, and that's where well, it ends. See, the thing is, in those boxes that we live in, that's where our fucking TV is, and that's where our computer is. And that's exactly. who we really attach to. Yeah, we're more, we're more, we're more, we care more about uh, the people that we're, uh, were across the hall from us in high school on Facebook. Right. Then we give a shit about what's going on next door, two doors down. And as crazy as that guy sounded, and he is a bit of a character on the on the nine one one call, you know, at least he was scratching his head, you know. And and you know, it's funny. Right after um, our house got popped about two years ago, and I went around, and I was just even after that, I thought maybe once I went around to people and knocked on some doors and say, "Hey, look, you know, just be on the alert because our house got broken into." I thought at least maybe doing that activity would bring, you know, maybe a sense of community closer and, you know, trying to, and no one cared. It was like, okay, great, I'm going to lock all my deadbolts and go back to my computer. Right. And worry about the fucking Kardashians and who got invi- who got fucking moved out of American Idol. And, uh, you yeah. know, it, it's very weird that we just put on this uh, fucking story uh, that, in I guess it was the Food Network magazine read where they they're like eighty percent of the people said they would follow these celebrity chefs advice on non food related things. They would go and buy the clothes where they did. They would, you know, listen to them when it came to making like car purchases and stuff. And I'm like it isn't because they're chefs, it's because they're on T V. We want to believe that the people in T V are somehow better than the people in your neighborhood and somehow more exciting than the people in your neighborhood. And I guess the the only upset I can think of is that, you know, the other callers have mentioned this, is that, yeah, this was huge. I mean, you didn't, these, these families, you know, they never did give up. They, they did, you know, at every turn, uh, at least once a year, you saw the pictures go back up, you know, um, and when they first disappeared, I mean, they were everywhere. I remember especially, because uh, we live on the west side, you know, always been on the west side of Cleveland, and that's where the girls were missing from. So, you know, they were, they were just, you know, you couldn't walk into any kind of store without seeing the, the photos. And But it did get to the point where you're kind of like, well, you know, geez, it's been a while, and I think we all know how this is going to end. Mm. And it's just, it is somewhat... As dark as it is, as dark as a victory as it is, it is really, uh, it's still a victory. I mean, they're still alive. So I guess that's, it's, 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 that, that to me is... Hey, that's a win in Cleveland, bro. Take it. The way yeah, things have well, been going there. That's a big right, win man. in Cleveland. To you. All right, take care, my friend. That's Andy in Cleveland. Um, it is uh, a crazy, crazy story. Um, here is uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, I think one of the reasons that uh, older lady wasn't, her name wasn't released at first is probably because they wanted to find out whether or not she was in on it at that point before they released her name, you know, whether or not she'd been brainwashed. And another weird thing is I'm listening to the press conference, and one of the leech reporters asked uh, the cop there if 
that he thought they would have been used as sex slaves. Well, of course they were used as sex slaves. It's not like they were being used for teddy bear testing. I don't know what's wrong with journalism in this country either. Um, here's uh, Joe in New York. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Just to uh, cover what the two callers ahead of me mentioned, that we need to get back to a sense of community and it takes a village and all that. I mean, I agree with that to a certain point, but I think the problem is this guy was a prior convict for kidnapping somebody and beating the living shit out of them. He also went to jail for, I don't know, a prior warrant or something, and the woman who was living in the house with him made sure those women didn't go anywhere while he was gone. Why wasn't the house searched? And why is the guy with those kind of convictions out on the street and nobody checking up on him? I mean, I think that's the bigger problem, guys. Yeah, I I don't have all the details uh, of this yet. I am going to uh, certainly, uh, you know, be interested in how something like this takes place in 2013. For 10 years. For 10 years. And you got to think, all right, so there's a baby, uh, there's a kid there, a small child, so there had to be a home birth. So the, the this little kid never sees the light of day? Or if, if it does, knowing the, none of the neighbors, like, where did this little kid come from? Uh, as far as I know, no one knew anyone lived in that house except for that guy. No one had any idea. So I don't think that they were... Going outside or going to the store. I mean, I think that you're going to hear about it being some kind of locked-in situation. I'm fucking believable. Uh, here's Chris in Iowa. You're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, we just had a couple girls that went missing uh, about a year ago. And, and within a month after they went missing... There was uh, two attempted abductions about uh, like a 30-mile radius of the area. You know, and there was no license plates, but there were vehicle descriptions that were that were names. And, and they still couldn't find the sons of bitches. I, I don't, man, it's just like, it is just so hard to nail down these guys. And the last thing that caller said about these previous offenders, boy, you that that happens so it's so much. It's just such a shame you got people wasting away in jail for drugs, and and they're pushing these other guys out. That I mean, what I know. What do you what do you think you should do with them? I don't know, but it's just a shame. I'm glad those girls are alive. You guys have a good day. See you, my friend. Uh, crazy shit. Coming up on today's Run and Fed show, exciting news, people. We will be announcing the very next guest on Unmasked with Ron Bennington. That's coming up on today's Run and Fed show. Stay tuned. Find out who's coming up next on Unmasked. Um, this is uh, another story that uh, normally this would be the headlines if it wasn't all the news out of Cleveland. Chris Christie went and had a lap band put in. I never saw this one coming. Me neither. You know, you're a, you're a hundred percent correct. I never thought that he was the type of guy who would say, uh, "I'm going to give into it." I th I mean, I well, he says his reasons were for I guess because his family, for his kids. Like, I, 
Uh, it just seems out of character for Christie. It I mean, does. It seems out of character for him. Because <laughs> he seems like a guy like he does not care what anyone thinks or says or and just he just wants lives out Maybe he's wants. been very sad at home. Oh, some of the stuff that they say. <laughs> um. I don't want to see, like, I don't, like, we don't want to see Thin Rex Ryan. We don't want to see Thin Chris Christie. All right, the, the Daily News and the New York Post always come out, this thing, with big, big headlines. Uh, first one we got, wait is over from the New York Post. And I guess... He's the one, he went to the Post, and I believe gave them an exclusive. Which, I wonder if that pisses off any of the Jersey newspapers. Definitely. But he knows, he knows the Post. Like, in this tri-state area, if you want to get the biggest splash, you go to the front page of the New York Post. Right, but it's not <laughs> like they live in the New York Post anywhere, you know, down in like Trenton and Camden. And he's got to get on those people, too. So I guess the New York Daily News don't doesn't even have a headline on it. I guess they got scooped. Yeah. Ice cream scooped. Whoa. This is huge for the in the New York front page wars. Well, you know, I think we can beat Wade is over. Although it's not going to be an easy one. Uh head on over to the iBang. Uh, for a better headline, or give us a call at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The Ron and Fez Show presents not just headlines, but better headlines. That was short. It's uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Zero Fez. Now, I want to do, because it's the interns last week, I'm going to start this off with them. Let's go to Popcorn first and get your better headline. The Ron and Fez Show presents not just headlines, but better headlines. All right, Popcorn, you first. You're writing for the New York Post. What do you put up? As a what's going on? Popcorn's in the bathroom. Yeah, Matty popcorn's in the here. bathroom. Uh, then he doesn't get on today. Good. It was supposed to be, you know, put that over, put that behind the runt thing. Okay. Uh, let me just hop over here then. You got a better head? Whoops, we lost you. Hey, we got a better headline? Yeah, James here in uh, California. We got uh, Christy jumps on the bandwagon. Oh. The Ron and Fez Show presents not just headlines, but better headlines. Here's one I like right off the bat uh, that got put up on the iBang. Hard Rock Christie. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Tom, you're on the Ron and Fez Show. You got a better uh, headline for Chris Christie's lap band. I sure do. Christy Creams, Krispy Cream. All right, that's in, the, that's in the lead right now. Andre, what do you got for me, buddy? Christy comes out as half slicer. Ah, that's kind of sweet. And a throwback. The Ron and Fez Show presents not just headlines, but better headlines. Now, you do this by going over to the iBang under the Chris Christie story and putting it up or giving us a call at 866 Ron Zero Fez. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Sal. Sal, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron, Christy Light. Christy Light? Yeah, like Crystal Light, you know, these drinks? Mm-hmm. The Ron and Fez show presents not just headlines, but better headlines. All right, here's some coming up. Uh, grocery budget cuts strike Chris Christie. I'm tired of inhaling the drapes, says Christie. Extreme measures taken when gum control fails to pass. And getting the ban back apart. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here's Scott. Scott, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Scott, this is a family newspaper. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. These from the iBang. More belt tightening from Chris Christie. And restore the floor. The Ron and Fez Show presents not just headlines, but better headlines. Paul, you got a better headline for Chris Christie getting his ban. Paul, you're on the Ron Hello? Fez show. Yeah. All right, sorry. Uh, Christy busts the gut. Christy busts the gut. Chad in Idaho, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, morning, guys. Hey, uh, Christy is not the chuck wagon anymore. Better headlines. Better headlines. Not just headlines, but better headlines. Uh, Matt, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron. He ain't heavy. He's my governor. Oh, that's a nice one. I like that one a lot. Um, here's a couple of them. Lap band, more like hula hoop band. I can see my dick in Jersey. Christie vetoes the fat. At least I'm not gay, says Chris Christie. Lap band, more like equator edit band. Uh... Steakhouses to the White House. Chris Christie's story. A lot of people thinking the only reason why he's doing this is for 2016. Ray, you're on the Ron Fez show. How you doing? Good. Uh, Yoko Ono meets with Chris Christie, breaks up the band. Oh, Tom, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Christie proposes big cuts across the middle. Uh, Kevin, you're on the Ron Fez show. Christie is no longer Springsteen's biggest fan. Oh, kind of makes me feel bad for the for Bruce. Alan in Kansas, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Nah, he already stole what I was going to say. Move over, Bruce. I've got a new favorite band. See, I like that. No, yours still works. Chris in Kansas, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Governor Christie will lose hundreds of pounds. Mrs. Christie excited to see his penis again. Oh, boy, it always comes back to penis. People have got to remember we're doing this for a family newspaper. Um, governor needs New Jersey after lap band surgery. Baby, he wasn't born to run. Christie takes personal steps to slim government. Chris Christie no longer trusts his gut instinct. No shame in his frame. Sassy, chassis, now slim and classy. Christie gets lap band, has lap to spare. Obama hugger gets tummy tucker band. And Hurricane Bandy. That one comes from our own Fred Brooklyn. 
Uh, Tim in Tulsa, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Christy, more like that guy's about to be skinny. Jeez. Uh, Jeff, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Jeff. Gut feeling. It's a Band-Aid solution. Oh, that's not good at all. Kind of falling apart on us. Uh, Sean in Maryland, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Christy gets slap band in hoop of Hard Rock Future. It'd be nice if he could be a vibe manager. <laughs> this one just says Badlands, more like lap bands. Christy to clean up government waste. Waste. Um, Bobby, you're on the Run of Fez show. Dr. Steve recommends the fat band. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Dan in New Jersey. You're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, Chris Christie, aiding with Sandy and saying no to Candy. Oh, you know, a lot of people love bring back the Hurricane Sandy bit. That was a shiny moment. Uh, the next governor of J New Jersey will have some pretty big pants to fill. And Bruce loses half a fan. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Eight, six, six, Ron, Fez. Hey, Kevin, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie B., the big man joins the band. Well, the change was made of time when the big man joined the band. By the way, anyone who's thinking Todd Rundgren's coming in today, sorely wrong. That was my fault. Uh, here's uh, Tom. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Political lightweight? Uh, Eric, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah. Go Chris ahead, Brian. Christie, new lead singer for Lat Band. Sean, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Fast food industry in a panic. Justin, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Uh, 2016 Republican ticket, Chris Christie and Band Paul. Jim, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Christy asked, are those my toes? See, I like when there's some delivery. Even if you need to play a character for yourself. Um, Christy, like Hard Rock Johnny, tired of not cheating on his wife. <laughs> Lap band, more like orchestra. No more candy for Sandy, foe. The doc told me, Lord have mercy, said Christy. Try to eat a hurricane now, you fat bastard. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I tried to start this off with our own popcorn since this was his farewell week. Yeah. But he was off taking a shit just when I called on him. Yeah. Uh, Gunner, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, Christy vows to only eat half slices. Brad, in Buffalo, you're on the Run of Fez show. Christy bans obesity on himself. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, less government with less governor. Um, let's go over and check this. Springsteen glad that Christy has a new band to follow. Christy upset reportedly says this band sucks. Hungry hard Christy on lap band diet. I got to point out to my guy that we should be playing Bruce Springsteen since that is his favorite band. Second favorite band, Bon Jovi. Third, Southside Johnny. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 
Zero, Fez. Here's Joe in Connecticut. Hindenburg 2, lap band on Christie explodes. Tim, you're on the run of Fez show. Chris Christie prepares to tax fat people. Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Chris Christie, the band alone fruit. Uh, Tony, you're on the run of Fez show. Christie's New Jersey size, XL. Don, you're on the run of Fez show. Citizen scared, laugh band will break and cause huge explosion. Matt in Ohio. To run, one must lose a ton. John, you're on the run of Fez show. Christy, no longer offensive lineman, East New Jersey. So many people out here for better headlines. Better headlines, everybody. Um, I see Hard Rock Johnny on hold. Did he want to put a joke in, or does he want to comment on this since he's had it done before? Uh, Jesse, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh, uh... Panic, huh? Zach, you're on the Run of Fez show. Fat fuck. Might not be a fat fuck anymore. <laughs> it's nice to hear that now the listeners are getting locked up. Not so easy. Um, pretty soon you guys will all be doing live reads. Here's uh, Andrew. You're on the Run of Fez show. Chris Christie, reborn to run. Johnny, better headline. Chris Christie, fixing New Jersey's beaches and stopping the beachings. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Christie asks, how many pieces is in that band? All right, let me read some of them off the iBang. Um... Lappy 400! Jersey loses another big man. Chris Christie, smaller government, smaller portions. Burger King flags at half staff. Christie says he'll use his fleece to reupholster his couch. Christie called a socialist for sharing dinner with family. Smaller government <laughs> in New Jersey. My weight's going down, down, down. Uh, Jersey eliminating a possible sinkhole. And let's go over here to our own thin Hard Rock Johnny. Gearing up for a big run with a tiny tummy. <laughs> Thanks, Hard Rock. We'll talk to you later. Hard Rock must have been excited but stunned by this. I couldn't believe it when I saw the news this morning. Um, here is Dan in Florida. You got a better headline. Christy bands Crisco. <laughs> Eric in Kentucky. What's your better headline? Matt fuck sick of it. Matt in Iowa. What's your better headline? Matt. Uh, in a new show to HBO, Chris Christie, Band of Blubbers. Here's uh, Tim in Arizona. Chris Christie, he'll probably take smaller dumps now. Sean in Maryland, you're on the Run of Fez show. Nasty. Hey, this one for Pepper. Christie gets left and it hopes to see dirt. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Christie cream stock plummets. Rob, what do you got for me for better headlines? For sale, size 54, governor's fleece jacket. Here's Joe in Canada, better headline. Chris Christie, an actual big loser. Jim, a better headline. Christie, 
man stand on Glenn Band. <laughs> I love when they work hard at it. Don of Virginia, what do you got? Less is more in 21-4. Chris Christie, getting a lap band without selling anybody. Indeed. Got it done. Put it out there. New York Post has wait is over. Let's go over to Wayne in Canada. What do you got? Lap band? I thought they said lap dance. Here's Jay in Hollywood. What do you got? Chris Christie ain't no clown. <laughs> Paul in Wisconsin. What do you got? Chris Christie orders canned spam, accidentally receives lap band. It's a better headlines. A better headlines. Let's go over this. Sandwiches get stitches uh staples now christie says no to pork barrel and yes to a small side salad chris christie i hope this works out because i never will uh christie has lap band surgery now just morbidly obese with band around his waist governor makes haste for a white house race christie slims down boardwalk reinforcement program Put on hold. Christie gets lap bands in hope of staying awake through a full concert. Christie will not be a half vice in 2016. Christie cuts down on the Oscar. Maya <laughs> Wiener. Get, 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 get. A quote from Chris Christie's needs. Thank you. And... The late Fatsby. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-HEADS. These are not just headlines. They're better headlines. Here's Scott. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Fat bastard wants banned in belly. Uh, Blake, what do you got? Governor Christie hopes to reunite sight with his dick. <laughs> Paul, better headline. Wish you gets to say that. Paul, let's go over to Roach. What's your better headline? New Jersey governor looking to trim the fat off for gut wrenching procedure. Well, it went a long way for that one. Tim, what do you got, buddy? To Hurricane Sandy, Christie says Al Roker, suck it. Here's Bob. Bob, what do you got? Chris Christie can't throw his radar on anymore. Uh, Rob, in New Jersey. 10th Avenue Freeze. Out of business. Oh, that's sad. John, in North Carolina, what do you got, buddy? Governor Christie cannot wait to human touch his toes. I like when people are bringing up this Springsteen stuff. Donnie, what do you got? Yeah, Chris Christie. New model for lard-ass jeans. It is a better headlines. Uh, the next president of the United States, Chris Christie, just went out and got himself a lap band. And I hope he stays as fiery. I would worry that he would get small and, like, nerdy and not be ready to physically push people around. If that happens, then it's over. Christie loses weight, still has diabetes and terrible knees. For the second time, Bruce Springsteen loses the big man. Pound for pound, the best governor in the U.S. Band in Chew Jersey. Does this lap band make me look fat? 
Chris Christie rallying public support for Obamacare. Everybody gets a lap ban. Titus Jersey ban since E Street. And then finally, Fat Fuck Seeks Tuck. Uh, it is the better headlines. The better headlines. Mark, what do you got for me, buddy? Christie's Crapper cries for joy. Uh, Mark, Texas, what's your better headline? Chris Christie, he used to be fat, now he's all that. Damien, what do you got for me, buddy? Oh, you stole it from me. Fat fuck gets tummy tuck. Here's Gary and Queens. Christy to sell two adjacent Springsteen tickets. <laughs> two on the aisle, please. Uh, Joe, you're on the Run Fez show. Christy Lapband made of Velcro, just in case. Uh, Ray, you're on the Run Fez show. New Jersey sewer system breathes sigh of relief. Joe, you're on the Run Fez show. Shine on Hard Rock Johnny. Shine on Hard Rock. Christy locks up stomach. Can no longer eat cookies. 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 This one, for a better headline, simply says... Woke up this morning and got myself a run. New Jersey, the garden salad state. Jersey's pothole problem is solved. Banned on the run for the White House. New Jersey's own Chris Christie gets a lot banned. Brand new episodes of RBI, that's Ron Bennington Interviews, are on Sundays. No better way to spend a Sunday, people. Right here on this channel, 10 p.m. in the East, and on Indy 104 at 9 p.m. in the East. That's Ron Bennington Interviews. Joel, Minnesota, you're on the Ron and Fez show. New governor installed on the governor. Gary, in New York, what do you got? Rhino is hippo, no mo. Mike in Baton Rouge. Don't forget to check out the XM series out with classics like D-Man getting roofied in mouth spot. All on demand. Sometimes I guess they like to do their own live reads in the middle of a bit. Frank, you're on the Ron Fez show. Christy arrested for kidnapping penis for 10 years. Uh, Arch, what do you got? second shot heard around the world is when the slap band explodes. Oh, I hope not. I hope it works out for him. They worked it out. It's not going to explode. He just won't be able to eat. Science. Well, you got to be careful because Johnny was saying that you could also bend that thing back out again. But we've got oh. so many friends doing this and looking great that uh, the weird thing is is Christy going to stick out in a crown anymore? Or is he just going to be another guy? He's going to look weird. It happens every time. I mean, he... We only know one Christie here. Yeah, that's the weird thing about it. Uh, Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, Governor Chris Christie sews up GOP nomination along with digestive tract. Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Christie, uh, we got any lettuce wraps right there? I'm supposed to... Don in Virginia, what do you got? Christy loses plus-size modeling contract. Scott, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, yeah, shit. Uh, that's all banned in New Jersey. Jim, California, what do you got? Christy wanted cock ring, but got lap band instead. <laughs> Keith, what do you got, pal? 
Kiss Chrissy, picks up the pieces, gets average white man. Oh, that's kind of nice. You know, nice little 70s throwback. Um, from Christy Cream to Chrissy Lane. Band on the run to the White House. Christy's driveway no longer referred to as Thunder Road. Big sodas are for pussies. <laughs> Christy prepares for the new Air Force One weight limits. Christy sleeps through this band, too. Chris Christie popularity is officially off to scales. Christie becomes a photo negative of Al Sharpton. And then finally, a dominoplasty makes Christie less nasty. Good job, everybody. You see, we still got full phones, so this could go on for a while. But you got to feel like we pulled off the better headlines today. How you like that, New York Post? Although they might have won still with weight is over. That's solid. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, that's it for us uh, on that. We're going to take a break here. When we get back, what the fuck happened to LeBron last night? What the hell happened to the Heat? No one can believe it today because they thought this gentleman and his team would never lose. Right back, Ron Fez Show. Show on the Open Anthony Channel, Sirius XM. <laughs> You've been warned. Dish Network presents The Hopper. Not only is it the best DVR in the business, it's the most cutest name, The Hopper, from Dish Network. And now it does things that other DVRs can't possibly do. This DVR, The Hopper, you can now watch any of the TV that you've programmed into it. Any of the shows you're recording or have recorded, you can now watch them on a laptop, smartphone, tablet, any of your devices. Now you have access to your DVR from anywhere you want, anytime time you want. Watch any of the shows that you've recorded. You can watch live events if you have them programmed into the hopper. Now you can turn any room into a TV room. And what's nice is, with their primetime feature, you just have one button to push. Just one very, very special button to push. And that's with the hopper from Dish Network. Record all your favorite shows and watch them anywhere you want to, anytime you want to. Call 1-800-WATCH-TV. Get yourself the Hopper from Dish. That's 1-800-WATCH-TV for The Hopper from Dish. The Open Anthony Show. The Ron and Fest Show continues. We can't play this game anymore, but can we still be friends? Things just can't go. Fez show. Todd Rundgren, artist of the day. 
And later he'll be stuck. No, no. Stop. No, no, you won't. Thought he was coming in today. Not today. Uh, Matty Ice, last week for you. Last week. Well, I planned on talking to Popcorn, but I guess he's in the bathroom still. He finally made it out. Did you want to bring him in, Chris? He's still mad at him. I'm, I'm, I yelled at him during the break. Why yell at him? I said, you think I don't want to piss? Damn it. You don't think I want to go to the bathroom? Sometimes I hold it, young man. So you have three days I left. I could give him a bad bladder. <laughs> My bladder well, I'm just sorry because I wanted to give him a little mic time. <sighs> Matty, what the hell happened last night? And are you as panicked as I saw and heard every sports guy was today? It was a great night of basketball last night. It was a great in, in night. both games. But uh, the the Heat, they were out-rebounded. That, that's, the, that's the main thing. I think it was by 15. They're just not as big, not as strong. And when you This knock team down, lines up the way they want to, and they actually believe. Now, I still think the Heat are going to win the series. Yeah, I have no doubt But uh, I love what I'm saying. It's, it's strange because it's not... A great team. Look at it. There's no dang. There's no rose there. You just see a bunch of players and Joakim Noah and Nate Robinson. Why was he not like this? When he was a Nick. He was terrible as a Nick, and now he's playing like the best player in the it, league. It's seriously the. Uh, by the way, I slept through that game, but the highlights that I saw this morning, which I cheered along with, as if I was watching a game. And I yelled out, holy shit, a couple of times. He's making clutch shots like I've never seen him do before in his life. It was always just chucking up threes and trying to dunk, and now he's actually a basketball player. He should be the MVP. He should have got the MVP. <laughs> I bet that guy in Boston is like, huh? What I say? <laughs> Pedestrian is what LeBron's playing like. And I what mean, you're calling the other game. game. What you're calling the other game. The other game was great. It was a 44 points for Steph Curry, but he just couldn't beat out Manu with a last-second shot in double overtime. Curry played all but four seconds of this game. He played 58 minutes and Oh, my seconds. God. That's a fucking career record. He played every every minute of the game besides four seconds. He scored 44 points. And he but... took seven years off his career in one game. <laughs> it's like climbing goddamn Mount Everest. He can't move today. Just The Spurs are a deeper team, and that's all there is to it. The Spurs got this. Locking. I'm. Up. I'm not counting. I'm not. You know. I'm not locking it up. But uh, <laughs> well, that's where you're screwing up, Matt. But <laughs> you gotta lock it. You gotta lock it. I like the Warriors because I like Steph Curry. Yeah, he's great. But then there's the Spurs. Who have... Yeah, it's the Spurs. They're unbelievable, and they don't. They just don't get older. They stay the same age. Forever. That's weird. They're like robots. Yes, they're basketball playing robots. With the undead. They're simply the undead. Um, Chris Stanley, what was on your mind today? Uh, I like this. This um, this picture was someone put together this infographic. It's it's called Asia is sure is crowded on the IB wire. It's a picture of the globe, and then it has just a section of of India, China, and Indonesia circled. And on this, if you look at this picture. There are more people living inside the circle than there are on the rest of the planet. And a lot of that circle is water. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of mind it's it, it's it kind of mind blowing to know that there's all this other land that 
it does not equal. And someone did the math on how many. It's like 3.54 billion people are living in this landmass, in this circle. That which is which is more than the rest of the planet put together. And uh, I saw some guy. I forget what show he was on, but he was you know talking about how you can't trust scientists. He goes, "Remember when they told us to worry about overpopulation? And now look, we're fine." I'm like, I thought we were really overpopulated. It feels like we are. I mean, that's all you, you hear is, you know, yeah. Asia and India or when China When you keep and doubling the fucking people on the planet every, what, 30, 40 years, that starts to get scary as shit. And you know there's some kind of new monkey disease ready to come down. Somebody is going to fuck a pigeon or a monkey or two monkeys and a pigeon and then cough on everybody else. Well, it's the Hawaiian super gonorrhea right now. You're obsessed with that one, aren't you? I noticed that you can't get the super gunnery out of your mind. You're a weirdo, Matty Ice. It's on Hawaii. What we really have to worry about is the bird flu. The bird flu? Because they can fly off Hawaii. We've got to keep that gunnery on Hawaii. <laughs> Wipe them out. You know, there used to be a lot of people in Antarctica. Look how they're doing now. Oh, there's just scientists there now. And they're barely they, alive. They know some shit that we don't know either. They've seen something... Um, by the way, now people are writing in, you're crazy, Matty. That's an old story, and it was debunked. It was an old story. So yesterday, or two days ago. I'm telling you what they're telling me. It was debunked, and it's been around for a while. And it's more rumor and innuendo. you got to stop panicking, Matty. I'm not panicking. I'm just you're, you're saying in a, what I'm reading. You're in a full-on panic about the Hawaiian gonorrhea that doesn't even exist. I'm a conspiracy theorist. An STD conspiracy theorist. Oh, so the AIDS was created by the government, huh? I didn't say that. I've heard that. To uh, to kill off the gay population. I heard they had the... Jack Ruby fuck a zebra, dead zebra. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't even know zebras was patient zero. Not the word, the term Jack Ruby. That doesn't even fucking throw you at all. <laughs> it's the zebra part. Well, yeah. If zebras are walking around, just inherently have AIDS? Do you even know who Jack Ruby is? Yeah, he killed, um, he killed Oswald. Allegedly. And he was a nightclub owner. <laughs> oh, he was all up in Dallas. Uh, the fucking Air Force guy who was in charge of telling people not to sexually intimidate women uh, started groping a woman that was working for him. <laughs> well, now, why has he got bruises on him? Did somebody light his shit up? Yeah. Who way. hit him? I think it might have been the girl. Yeah, Good. The, the girl, she fought She fought him off. Lieutenant Jeff Krasinski. Oh, I get it now. Right? Oh, <laughs> He can't control himself. He looks like he really feels bad about himself. <laughs> I know. He feels like shit. First of all, two bad things happened. A, he lost his cool job. B, a woman whipped his fucking ass. <laughs> And he just knows how bad it looks. Just yeah. with the this, uh, the blood all over his face. Big disgrace. We will, we will Sexually rock you. Assault you. Motherfucker. 
You know, and then this is coming out the same day as the Cleveland thing. So people are like, what did you try to do? Fucking put a rope around her and take her into your house, you fucking animal? Oh, he was going to turn into a sex slave. He probably had a bunker built in underneath his black I wish yard. we wouldn't bring up the sex slave thing. Let's just leave those women to some kind of dignity. Okay. Instead of going through each fucking detail while we're sitting here smoking pot. <laughs> no offense. None, ta none taken. This is the time I would be talking to Todd as God. Doing some Upper Darby stuff. Oh, this is great. Now Philippines fucking volcano erupted. Is this a super volcano? That isn't a volcano, by the way. Someone dropped a fucking bomb there, and they're just yelling out there was a volcano. <laughs> there wasn't any volcano there yesterday. <laughs> they don't Syria's know coming apart. They don't know any better in the Philippines. They're all killing Come each on, other. Don't be racist, dude. They know plenty. Well, the politicians are constantly killing each other. They all you forgot some of the great inventions that came out of the Philippines. Pacquiao? Uh, lawn darts. Oh. was a big one. I had no idea. The Filipino scientists made those? Please. There's one in a kid's back. <laughs> and that's photoshopped. I don't believe it. I don't think anything's <laughs> ever been photoshopped. They don't sell lawn darts anymore, do they? Can I bring PC in and just say goodbye to him? Is today's last day? Or Friday? Uh, it, Are you banning him off today until Friday? It looks like Friday's his Le last day. At least have him come to the window he, and wave to he me. He could do that. <laughs> he, can, he can stand in the window. That's not even a good wave. You're not even looking at me. Look at Ron, not me. Don't wave so hard. You look crazy. Stop. Why are you going Just so give me like, Yeah, like a nice wave. Yeah, wave like that really cute extra in the Cameron Crowe movie when they were leaving that house after doing acid on that. Like, all right, now he's doing it like, yeah. you know, like, like he's, he's a feminine. Gay. Like, he's, yeah. like he's a gay man. Like he's a gay. See, that's mocking. Um, in the Iron Man, and this made even the fucking critics laugh, some gay guy comes up to him and goes, I'm like your biggest fan. He's like, yeah, okay. And people... <laughs> People just started laughing. He blows off the uh, super feminine gay guy. I'm glad that you said super. What's the big movie this week? Gatsby. I can't wait. You know a bunch of fucking eighth grade classes are going to be forced to go to this. They've been reading Gatsby for two weeks, and now that they get, get to go off and I, see it. At a discount, too, probably. The school probably gets some sort of hookup. Depends on how bad the school is. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to break into a high school see if I can get a discount <laughs> ticket. <laughs> you have to do TA. Take your kids to Gatsby. How come you never go into the screenings with me? I should. I never think. You went to that one Killer Joe. Yeah. The that was Killer a weird Joe one to night. Go. <laughs> it was good though. It was fun. Mm, it was. Uh, yesterday they did the thing in Scranton about, uh, the office. They had an office party in Scranton. And it's kind of said 10,000 people showed up. Because they're so proud that they just say it's in Scranton. They just arbitrarily picked Scranton. <laughs> right. The... Well, I mean, the whole point was they were trying to find a really depressing town. And the people of Scranton embraced them. But here's the weird thing. 
Steve Carell came out, so we now know Steve Carell is going to be in the last one. You ruined it, Carell. I mean, it's good. It's good. I like to see him come back for one last. Well, this episode. is funny. Go to the other one, the one below it, and all right. So just watch as they're announcing people. This is up on the iBag, by the way. So you can see that they're. This is at a ballpark. And they're very happy. Now, go down and watch them introduce some of the other people. And then you've got to go almost to the end for Corral. Jeez, the whole, the whole damn show's there. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's even... The creator of the American office. What? All right, I want to tell you something right now. It would be pretty easy for me to be creator of the New York office now that I see how it's done. I feel like I could have been creator of the American office since I was a big fan of the English office, also known as the office. Especially... All right, so Greg Daniels, the creator of the American office, where the first episode of the American office was literally a shot-for-shot shot remake of the British office. That doesn't take much creation. It's literally it's Xeroxing. <laughs> it's video Xeroxing. You should have been the one who brought him out. <laughs> Here's the guy who... <laughs> had right, you you got to go back a couple, because while well, you're fucking around and trying to... Re just a sec, just a few seconds. Right. What I was trying to show you is how they were acting for everybody. I'll turn up the sound. Look how they go fucking bump. They go crazy for Michael Scott. I mean, everyone else got like a fucking nice hand. But Michael Scott is like, they said, ladies and gentlemen, also here, Freddie Mercury is back yes. from the dead. What? Sorry, Chris, you were riffing all over that thing. And <laughs> the whole reason why we were doing that. <laughs> Got fucking blown off. All right, we can turn it down now. Damn, they lost it. Yeah, they lost their shit. That one guy in front of the camera, like, leaps up out of his chair. Yeah. But what's really funny, they had nothing to do once they got there. Like, they're not a band or anything. Or they weren't doing any scenes. They do, like, what do they do, like, q and I guess? I don't think in a place that big. There's 10,000 people outside. You're not going to do a Q&A. A, a <laughs> town hall, as we call it. That's Q&A on, on, on home plate. <laughs> um, here's, uh... Bob, you're on the Run of Fez show. I love how Pepper's bagging on the creativity of the American office, and all he did was reset what you said, Ron. Good job. Oh, oh, oh give me a break. That is fucking yeah, true. Bring it. Bring I'm, it. I'm doing the thing. I give him the fucking premise, and then he just says it back to me. Oh, please. There was more after that. You're not listening. The guy just wants me to get angry and curse. I don't think so this time. No. This time he was just fucking making good, solid sense. That guy makes no sense. He's probably drunk. You really don't want to give Popcorn a break and let him come in for his last week, or... It's up to you. Are you st fucking Stoneheart? 
or are you fucking sweet pushover guy? Which are you? <laughs> Listen, I mean, I yelled at him already today. I, th I, I think it, it got through his head that he's no longer allowed to go to the bathroom. Maybe he needed to go to the bathroom, though. I need to go to the bathroom. I keep it inside. You look like a health risk, though. <laughs> I definitely am. Definitely. Maybe if you have a more relaxing vacation next time. It's not some drunken third world, you know. Budapest is at least second world. They're not, they're not in the European Union. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure I would say that. I saw the guy who came up with the idea of the European Union now wants to shit can it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, looking back on this, this was a huge mistake. Well, it, the, let's see. Uh, Spain's falling apart. Cyprus is pretty much Nazis oh, are fucking, taking over. Yeah. Along with Greece. Just the, Nazi, the new Nazi party is taking over two of the uh, things in the European Union. You know who was born in Cyprus? Oh. Mike Kaka. Wow. Yeah. Is he worried about the whole thing? No, he don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, he cares about cupcakes. <laughs> He's got those greenbacks, not that crazy Euro Euro uh, money. But he was over there once during some kind of crazy coup or revolution or something when he was a little kid. And his dad was like, in this country, they used to go back and forth. And finally, he was like, you know what? Uh... I'm tired of being smuggled out of stuff. Why don't we move to Upper Marion or some goddamn Philly suburb that's really nice? Is that the Euro money? Yeah. It's purple, yellow, green, orange, blue, red, and blue. It again. just looks like sections, like you're getting fucking tickets for the goddamn Cleveland Indians. And they got a lot of $2, two Euro coins. Yeah. You know what that's Queer is a $2 Euro coin. <laughs> Make sure you go to the iBang Viral page. Today you can see things including monkeys racing a bear on bicycles. Not the good kind of bear. This one's a grizzly. Make sure you go to the iBang Viral page each and every day to see what's there on the Interabang.com. Now, Manny, I see that you're laughing, but don't you think he's getting better? It's just a, it's just a funny thing to, to mention that the monkey running a bear. <laughs> That's all. But he's doing caught the, me off guard. He's doing the Fez voice again. He's got that back. Maddie, you're his favorite. The story just caught so me this, off guard. This, 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 this hurts Fez more when you say, when you giggle, okay? Sorry. You know how, he, sorry, feels, you know how he feels about Good. I apologize. I still think those two will end up in bed after he leaves here. When, it, when it's okay. Yeah. You know, by the law, legal. Right. <laughs> Fez <laughs> takes him out from fucking three miles into the ocean. Just rails him. Oh, oh yeah. The old sucker swim rule. Everyone's done that on a boat. What do you choose, Matty? <laughs> what are you going to choose? He's actually a strong swimmer. He's from Long Island. <laughs> Fucking surrounded by Very water. Very strong swimmer. What is it, how, what's the longest across Long Island? Like 200 yards? Is that the fucking thickest place in Long Island? <laughs> Two football fields, yeah, you just see it. Does he feel like you're living in the middle of a fucking bowling alley? Like the whole thing <laughs> is just lanes that go out forever? I never can relax on Long Island. Why not? I just feel like I'm on a pier. The whole time I'm out there, I just feel like, well, no matter where I go... Sooner or later, I gotta drive back the whole fucking long way again. You just don't go that far out. Well, I go to Montauk. Oh, well, that's all the way out. Yeah, I go to Montauk. I'm all the way on other end. All right, point where you are, because I don't want you to give it away. 
zoom in. Zoom in. Right here. Oh, you're almost, yeah. You're basically in Long Island City. You're Queens. No, I'm one here. Yeah, you live in a fucking flood zone, right? That fucking hurricane must have scared the shit out of you. Uh, our house never floods, but my friend's house two miles away had wait, wait, jinx it. six feet of water in it. Jesus. We lost power for about 18 hours. You're better off than the people in Jersey. Yeah, it's it was a mandatory evacuation zone, and my parents were like, no, we're just going to stay here and ride it out, and then we were fine. The, today at a breezy point, which is right down, right down the road. Look at this. Look how close you are to breezy. Let's say, look, it's there's, there's him. Far. It's Can a, you smell the smoke? It's about twenty-five minutes, I think, out to there. <sighs> Driving. Did you go out there and help those poor people? No. N no. Well, he was hoarding cans. No clothes. I can't get anywhere. <laughs> Gasoline. <laughs> I couldn't get gas for about a week and a half, though. Is that right? I had to drive out to uh, Massapequa at 2 a.m. to get gas about a week and a half later. You need to keep your fucking gas in plastic bags and seal it up and put it <laughs> that in your drawers. <laughs> That's when it started a house fire, I think. <laughs> yeah. Put it in, like, seriously, put it in a fucking trash bag, tie off the end, and just leave it sitting there. Honey, go get a bag of gasoline for me. I forget one time we fucking ran out of gas and someone tried to put it like in a fucking gallon, uh, milk gallon thing. No. And you just saw it eating out the bottom and pouring on the street. <laughs> yeah, you can't put fucking. That's why they make a big thing about actual containers and all that kind of shit. That was kind of crazy after the uh, hurricane when there was just crazy gas lines and people were freaking out. Yeah, there was gas. eight hour lines near me. My fucking uh, house, nothing happened to it. My lights didn't even blink, and I had cable the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was fine. The story. The, the lights flickered for one second, but then, you know, yeah. I was smoking, I mean, drinking. You, you made a call. What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell, Con Ed? Yeah, our 18 hours was nothing compared to my friends who had about 10, 11, 12 days with no power, and they were two, three miles away from me. So yeah. we just got lucky in our block. I remember I had to put up with their bitching on TV, though. It was really annoying. <laughs> Shit, I have been, to watch it. <laughs> again with the same show? We need help out here. Where's the mayor? The people in fucking Staten Island went to kill the mayor. Mm -hmm. He's like, luckily, Manhattan is fine. <laughs> oh, Bloomberg. I wonder how he's going to become mayor again. Because he has to, you'd think, I, I feel like he's not going to go out. This. It seems like he's going out quietly. He said uh, after uh, this, he after he's mayor, he's just going to spend time being incredibly rich. Sounds nice, Bloomberg. Sounds real nice. Good plan. You know, out of everything that you can do when you're rich, because no matter how big your house is, it's still a house, or how nice your car is, it's still a car. But the one thing that I will give the thing of the super rich is flying private. And I wish to God I never got the chance to do it before. It's that mind-blowing life No, it's just so much easier. It's not that it's better once you're up there, except for the fact you can spread your shit out, cuss, you know, fucking bring a sandwich from home, whatever you want to do. But the fact that you don't have to put up... With the strap hangers of the world, it's just so much better. Like, imagine you could just say, you know what? 
this weekend, let's go to Aruba and fucking call your plane and just drive over, drive right up to it, get out, get on, and then leave at that second. Uh, so I guess it's, it's on call because it's your plane. Yeah. Yeah, it's on call. To pay for gas, which is expensive, I mean, but you have the yeah. money, it doesn't matter. And, you know, you got to keep your, your fucking guys, but then you run it out when you're not using it, too. Oh, nice. You run it out to guys from Pepsi. So Michael Jordan has one that's, that's designed to look, like, to look like one of his shoes. It's painted to look like one of his Jordans. I thought it was like in the actual shape of the <laughs> no, shoe. No, not a shoe. Like shape. Laces are flapping. It's not, it's not aerodynamic, Matty Ice. It's not a shoe shaped airplane, no, but it's painted to look like one of his Jordans. I don't believe you. Yeah, Google image search. Search Jordan private jet. It's blue and white. Yeah. That looks like his shoe. Looks <laughs> like his shoe. It doesn't look shit like his shoe. You are the like, best one to that that I read about him. If, if you even said, guess whose fucking plane that is, I wouldn't be able to... There's but, a Jordan logo on it. Now, when uh, Playboy used to have a uh, a plane, you always fucking know it. He don't have a plane anymore, it. though. All right, see, this is this is a private airplane. And then look the on the inside shit. of it. He had the thing set up like a fuck machine. <laughs> this is this is how you this is how you want to go. Yeah, that's how you live your life. Not that garbage Jordan plane. <laughs> Look, it's the shape of a Timberland boot. What? Michael Jordan is shit plane. <laughs> a Timberland boot. That's a fucking guy named Hank Timberland. <laughs> oh, does this thing still exist? I guess no. not. No, all right. It's all they black. Fuck, yeah. That's it's all black, and he used to take it up, and it was basically, um, the whole sick. thing was set up like some 19-fucking-60s weird fucking, yeah, <laughs> swinger. party. Yeah, it was. And he's just smoking his pipe up there, and I'm like, you know what, let's take a look at everyone's vaginas. <laughs> I want to compare vagina. Time for a vagina inspection, ladies. A giant bed. It's like a shack bed in there. In the plane. Yeah. That thing just smells like fucking cum and quim. <laughs> for years. Just fucking ass lube. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the, the, the new Playboy Jet's white. What made it cool was it was black. It's smaller, too. Yeah, it is smaller. Well, and plus, if you got up there, you really wouldn't even want to land because you'd rather party in the fucking jet than wherever you're going. Do whatever you want up there. It's a full-size plane. Plane. The other one's a private jet type deal. Well, I like that you say whatever you want. You can just, you can just <laughs> kill these people. You can make snuff porn up there. And what are they going to do? Still not legal. Who rules the air? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody rules the air. Yeah, there's still laws. <laughs> There's no loss. Well, who's in the gonna air. catch you? Just dump the body over the ocean or whatever. Just like right, we have to take a detour. Let's go over international waters for twenty minutes. Open the um, door. They seem to be dropping <laughs> something out of the plane. <laughs> Radar's picking up a body, smacking in. Just open a door and a plane. You're I think they're making snuff films up there. <laughs> Look, that's just one thing you could have done. I'm sure. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Um, here's John Utah. You're on the Run of Fez show. You know, John Travolta, he, uh, he has his own private plane that he parks at his house in Florida. Yeah, I know. I saw it. He bought, like, a fucking house on a runway. 
Yeah. And see, here's the thing for him. It doesn't matter where he lives in the world because he can be anywhere in a few hours. So he, it's much better for him just to have a giant plain fucking driveway like that. Ridiculous. And that motherfucker can fly like a 747. He isn't like your buddy who's got his fucking Piper Cub license. Hey, it's so impressive. Yeah, but do you ever travel with those guys and they'll just take you for... It's honestly like taking a VW. It's small and it's slow and it's just not worth it. I've never been on one of those smaller planes. Oh, you never have? No, nah, me neither. Here, when he was when Travolta was getting off his uh, one of his jets one time is when they caught him kissing some dude. I mean, here's he's <laughs> <laughs> getting off the plane. He, hey, it's his plane. He can do whatever he wants up there. Anything. He could have made snuff with that guy. <laughs> I'm sure he has. So yeah, I'm sure you look plane. in Let's... the fucking glove box that that plane is just filled with balls and. <laughs> Fucking cockheads. <laughs> hey, let's pick up another masseuse. First thing he does, he puts his necklace of fucking severed cocks around. <laughs> Takes off the fucking lens. Anything we want! You fucking sit next to him and you just start fucking holding your own dick. You're looking around like, who's the next one to go up there? It's always Vietnam in that plane of his. It's, it's, always, it's always the jungle. It's the bush. Oh. Bush, male like, bush. Like gay Vietnam. All right, we get it. Like just in Vietnam, where only gay things happen. Look, another fucking term for gay Vietnam is just Vietnam. <laughs> that place was gay enough without fucking putting a handle on it. And then why does he get dressed up like a stupid pirate? I'd rather just go in there with a fucking Viking helmet. <laughs> He likes to be seen as he he wants to be seen as the real deal pilot. Like if, if you know, then if that's the deal, he ought to come in flying low over every fucking city as low as he could get. If I had a fucking plane like that, I'd constantly be going past my old neighborhood in it, as close down as I could get. Fuck you. Then you dump a body out. Say this is for you people. All right, here's uh, we'll do like a question on it. I'll ask you guys, if you had the yacht deal, a giant fucking yacht, or your own private plane, which would you rather have? And I have all the money I need, right? Yeah, you got all the money all right, you need. Yeah, so, I mean, the whole point plane. is, uh, you're going to be okay. You're super rich. All right, I'm taking the plane. See, I like the yacht. You ever been on a yacht? When I was younger, I was on a yacht. I was like a little kid. I'm going to fucking give you this thing. Being on a fucking yacht is like being on a floating trailer. I mean, it's really not a lot of room. Oh. And everyone's always like, do me a favor and don't drop a deuce. <laughs> and I mean, we have a shower, but don't use it. We're really oh. low on water. At least you had that option on the yacht, whereas a private plane, I mean, you're going from one place to the other. Like, and these super yachts now, like, look at the size of this thing. It's a three-level super yacht. But what's the benefit to that over a plane to you? I like being on the water. I like pulling, in, I like pulling into a dock. Yeah, okay. but you know what you do when you pull into a dock? Go looking for a hotel, <laughs> which is all you're going to do. you got to think of the plane as a yacht in the sky. By the way, that, that fucking yacht there, yeah. that thing is really more like a cruise ship. Yeah. That's like fucking bigger than any yacht I've ever been on. Yeah, these these, these are like the the new like Super the Russian yachts. the Russian guys have the billion. Yeah, but like it's a billion dollar yacht, right? Uh, probably oh, a couple yeah. hundred million. 
It's easily like two hundred million dollars. By the way, you see some of them in the East River. You see guys coming down the East River, and because they're you know coming up all over. But the the same guy that I knew that had the uh, private plane also had a yacht, and what he would do is go he go like this. Do me a favor. He say to the captain. Take that fucking yacht over the Mediterranean and I'll meet you. Because he didn't want to go sailing all the way across the Atlantic Ocean like a moron. But then he would fly over and pop around and be able to go from the south to France oh, and Spain, awesome. Greece, Italy. And he's like, I go, did you go on the other side? He's like, fuck no. <laughs> what am I going to do? Be around Egypt and shit? There's a yacht club near me and there's Sandy. There were no more yachts in the water. They were all over the lawns for the mile in from land. There were just yachts in lawns, yachts in windows, just yachts all, everywhere. And there was one yacht that stayed in the water. One out of, a, I think, 120. It was a giant one? No, it wasn't but that But his point is most people pull it the fuck up and lose money on it. I never heard anybody ever say to me, Hey, best investment I ever made was a yacht. No. Well, sailing around the world seems pretty cool. You don't I'll do fly it though. Around the world. You know how fucking expensive it is? And like the whole time that you're sailing, what you really try to do is stay close to the shore as you can. Because to be out in the open fucking ocean yeah, in those kind of boats, yeah. Just give me the plane. I don't know, I trust I trust in these super yachts. What do you trust? Them? What does that mean? <laughs> I mean that I, I prefer it over the plane. Good, because you ain't getting on our fucking plane. <laughs> you getting on my yacht? I don't want to be on your yacht. I'll fucking bomb that thing from the sky. Well, I have to get anti-aircraft guns on this thing then. <laughs> now the new thing that these super rich dudes are having is they have a yacht with like a small submarine in it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to get in that motherfucker. Like he's not in the Navy. It's just some dude acting like, now let's go under the water and make sure I don't fucking run out of gas so we all suffocate. It's a one-man sub, like a little orb kind of thing. Some of these yeah. are like fucking bigger, like Steve Zizu's size, where you're all packed in there. Oh my god. Yeah, you're gonna need an engineer on hand then at all times because it's a submarine. An engineer? Yeah. What do you got in the back of your mind? It's a train? <laughs> all right, that's what you want. You want your own super train. <laughs> you can fucking go around like Wild Wild West. That'd be great. That's the worst option. It's just set rails you have. You can't go wherever you want to. Yeah, I'll go wherever I want along the rail. It's fine. They got train rails all over just, the country. Why don't you just sit in your fucking house with a pound of coke and do those rails? <laughs> that's what you really want. <laughs> One of those bomb shelter bunkers. That's all I want. One of those. What are you, a prepper? <clears throat> yeah, the old a, missile silos. Yeah, I couldn't live in that shit. That's like a new, like, somewhat booming yeah. industry. Yeah. Yeah, booming industry. You can buy one for like forty-eight thousand dollars. Yes. <laughs> you buy we it. We cheap. should go in on one. It's, it's crazy cheap mortgage. And then what? We all go underground together and, and sit wait, there? And wait for, the, wait for it to hit the fan. There's been people waiting my entire life. Mm -hmm. They no. fucking wasted their life sitting around collecting fucking cans and shit. It's, it's, it's really nuts. And just because and they're all now over TV with this Doomsday Prepper thing. Oh, it's a it's, great show. They all have a different uh, idea how the world's going to end. And they're all convinced that's how it's going to happen. Of and course they, they're convinced. And they just sit around... Canning meats, pickling things, and uh, going uh, sh to shooting ranges. First thing I'd start doing is turning on my family. 
What? No. You wanna... I don't trust them. I do not trust them. All right, so between yacht and plane, is there any other thing that the super rich get and you don't? Because either way, it comes down to the same thing. It's about travel. It's about experience. Either that or you're one of those people caught up in power. And who'd want to waste their time on that? Helicopter? <laughs> yeah, it's boring. It is boring. I know this guy. He used to have to fly damaged helicopters. Um, you know, like they would be fucked up somewhere. And he was such a good pilot. He would fly them to some other place. They wouldn't trust anyone else. And then sometimes he would... Again, travel. If someone bought one, he would deliver it to him. And he had to fly from Florida to L.A. in a helicopter. And he took his chick. And, like, sometimes they would just land in a field and she would jump out and take a piss <laughs> and get back in. And she said when they went through the Rockies, it was so terrifying because she, she could not tell exactly where the mountain was. Oh, my God. And she would just be screaming... We're flying into it for like she said the whole time through the Rockies. She was sure she, he was flying him into the side of a fucking mountain. That sounds horrifying. In a broken helicopter or a no? This no, was an okay one. one. It was an all right one. I would have just jumped out. I'm like, I'm not crashing into a mountain. I'm not going out like that. Uh, Jim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, what about those uh, those super big RVs that when you stop, all the sides extend? You've got, um, like, go-karts and, motor, you know, just motorcycles in tow. What about something like that? That's You're still like a redneck on parade. The ones that expand are not that big inside. <laughs> That's a band's tour bus. That's yes. what it sounds like. Look, if I, seriously, if I was in a band, I'd be like, yeah, I'd rather get in a bus and fucking cruise around like that. But to have an RV, because, you know, you got to remember, those guys in the band, they get off the bus and fucking check into the Four Seasons. They're not sleeping all summer on a bus. And an RV that extends. Gives you two extra feet on the outside. And, and wherever you go, you're still staying in a mobile home park. With yeah. those crazy drifters and cutthroats. <laughs> what, two or three feet it gives you? Not yeah. much. It's a huge difference when you're on the road. Uh, Vinny, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, the difference between flying a plane, maintenance cost, and all that stuff, and flying a helicopter is totally different. I, I, I kind of... Uh, Kind of definitely think helicopter is a lot more a uh, rich person than a plane. Well, the weird thing is helicopters are just basically used to get out to your other place, and not to. They, they don't use it to travel. Right. They use it to skip fucking no. Um, traffic. No one's like, oh, I want to take my helicopter from San Francisco to Montreal. What they do is they take it from San Francisco to the wine country to right. their house there, and they make it. In, you know, minutes instead of hours. The Montauk fucking animals do this here in the city. That's crazy. They just built a helipad somewhere in my neighborhood, and I'm just watching helicopters go up and down off it. It's really weird. I guess for like, because there's like a bunch of guys in Long Island City who 
they built high rises, so dudes, a bunch of money are coming in. So now they built. Well, the also because they don't put them in Manhattan anymore, so you still got to take the thing. They used to have one right up next to the bridge for years, right next to 59th Street Bridge, and then they moved it downtown, and then those people want to go too because it's so loud. You know, when you have helicopters coming in and out, the neighbors go fucking apeshit crazy. Um, here's Bill, go ahead, buddy. Robin. Yeah, buddy. How's it going? Uh, I'm on Pepper's side with this. I'm definitely for the yacht for a couple reasons. Um, first off, when you dock one of those beautiful 100, 200 foot yachts, you're not getting a hotel. Let's be honest. Second of all, you could land your helicopter on your yacht. You have your wave runners. You have your boats. You have all the toys you need right there on the yacht. And let's be honest, you can't bring trees in Pepper's case, you know, on a plane. That's not good to smoke on a plane. You could do it on international waters. I fucking, yeah, I'd smoke the whole fucking time. But here's the other part. Okay, it's great. But let's suppose you want to go to Chicago. What are you going to be doing? <laughs> Traveling through the fucking Great Lakes like an idiot? I'm going to be done with fair landlocked enough, places. And, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, oh, we're going to New Orleans. Now you're leaving New York, going all the way down below fucking Florida and coming back up. I'll see you in a couple weeks. You're going to have to fucking take a plane to get off and get on your yacht. What's the point of the helicopter on the yacht? Do you just leave it there and, t and, and go back to land? Yeah, it's there? like, yeah, it's, the t it's so that the fucking yacht doesn't have to come in and pick you up. I'm going to treat this yacht like uh, Dez Hopper in Waterworld. I'm just going to have a bunch of people just chain smoking and just I'm party. rowing. <laughs> well, if we run out of gas, we're going to have to row. You have to row that thing. I can't imagine that you would chain smoke when there had to be very little tobacco left since there was no land whatsoever. They call themselves the smokers. Maybe they were, were they growing it on top of the ship? Wait, there was no dirt. Yeah, there was no dirt at all. And even the, the stuff like, hey, why don't you guys just cruise around in jet skis far away? You're like wasting the most precious thing that you have. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I'm with uh, Pepper. I think you need to get a yacht because yachts are where you can entertain and do the crazy parties like Saudi princes. They bring the chicks out there. They make the girls eat each other's poop. That's crazy. Well, I will say this. There's nothing like a nice fucking day out that makes the women take their tops off. You could take fucking Hillary Clinton out there and she'd be pulling her fucking titties out. Hey, I don't know why. I do not know why. Well, you're off. And most of the guys in Florida that have nice fucking boats, they just go out to a sandbar, fucking anchor there, and go around other people. But rather than doing that, the better option is always just have a friend with a fucking boat. You get to do the same exact shit, yeah. and you're paying nothing. <laughs> For the Why this guy's going, man, I think I'm going to have to sell my boat. No, don't say that. Uh, it's so fucking expensive. No, dude, come on. We're having so much fun. Yeah, that's what people say to him, too. <laughs> don't sell your boat, man. Um, here's John. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Hicks, I don't like flying either, but at least on a plane, you'd be dead before you know what happened. On a yacht, man, you'd be floating around, waiting for the sharks to get you. By the way, here's the thing. No one's time. ever nervous when you fly private. No one. Everybody's just fucking laid back because it's like being in this room, but we're flying. What you hate is being constricted in a fucking regular plane. Here, you get up and stretch your fucking shit out. Still. 
the uh, you have like a rest. You can have these super yachts. You can have a restaurant on the yacht. It'll be beautiful. But it's so you, hard to get places on a yacht. What do you mean it's so hard to get places on a yacht? You, you, That's what he fucking said. It's a pa- pa- ridiculously powerful engine. This thing's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah but it's if you're going to Rome from here, right? Yeah. It's going to take you two, three weeks, and we're going to be there in seven hours. That's fine. I got all the time in the world. I'm a super rich guy. Yeah, for now. The way you're fucking spending money and being away from the office, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Look, I'll have you're floating around, and you're fucking all of a sudden the Dow is in the toilet. I'll have the I'll have the Wi-Fi. Don't worry. Um, Adam, you're on the Run Fez show. When I was in Chicago, I saw a bunch of yachts out on the lake in the summer, and they were all docked right next to each other out in the water, and it was a huge house party. Everybody was just going from boat to boat, just walking right from boat to boat. You know, here's the weird thing. You'll see that there, and you'll see it in big places, but you'll also see it in, like, a lake somewhere. Like, some of these dudes get these really nice big boats, go out in a lake, and get fucked up all summer. That's Party all they boats. do. Yeah, like, yeah, these guys in, like, Arkansas. You wouldn't think anybody would want a big... Yeah, because they just cruise out a couple hundred yards and get fucking wasted. It's the middle of a because, lake. And the, t- the girl's like, look, I got my titties out. I don't fucking believe I'm doing this. This is crazy. Boat Everything party. gets weird. Never been to a boat party. Looks fun. you never done anything, have you? Not much. In New York, pretty much my whole life. Uh, Jim, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, you can appreciate this, man. You got to do it Jimmy Buffett style and combine it and just get the big-ass seaplane, man. You can do it You can do it anywhere. Do it all. Yeah, what happened to Jimmy Buffett when he was landing that thing into a wave? He <laughs> fucking time, turned it he head survived. over head. One time, and he survived. <laughs> does he do it anymore, though? Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still does it, man. In fact, he flies to all his concerts, man. What was he going to do when there's no fucking place to land like that, though? He can land that thing. It's got wheels. You oh, okay. On, you can pull it up onto the uh, shore, you know, right off the water. Plane. I kind of like yeah, to see a plane. Just, just give me a normal plane. No, this is much cooler than a normal plane. Why? <laughs> it can land on water. It's the best of both worlds for Hicks. <laughs> you got a water fixation. It's fun to be For a guy water. who doesn't fucking swim. Nope. Tread water. That's like you going out over fire. <laughs> Hey, let's go build a house on the top of that volcano. Why don't you make this the summer you learn how to swim? I could try. I go to YMCA. They have classes, adult swim classes. <laughs> it just sounds depressing. Why are you laughing like that's something stupid? You and eight black guys go to learn how to swim together. And then I'll go start taking uh, boat plane lessons. Hey, Dodge, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. One thing to keep in mind, there's a very strong correlation between boats and basically orgies. There's yeah. something about everyone tying the boats together and all of a sudden it's like a free-for-all, like a goddamn tea party. For some reason or another, you got water and it's like, yeah, swap partners, everyone. Does anyone there. remember they said this before? Does anyone remember this was the opening statement to this? It's like everybody turned into fucking pepper keyed on me. What? Um, you heard me. I believe. That's how it was near me. They're sandy. There's boats everywhere. They set them on fire or they actually like, take them out? And... No, they moved them. No. There's some pictures, actually. I'm not sure. Do you start crying? No, it's not my boats. How come you never owned a boat out there on Long Island? I need a boat. I don't like boats. 
What, are you afraid of Jaws? No, I'm not afraid of Jaws. I just... Oh, I you know. remind me of, like, if it was Jaws, you'd be that little kid that was sitting down crying while everybody was running. <laughs> no, I always loved me. that kid as an actor. Just sitting there fucking crying for real. He didn't know he was in a movie. <laughs> he was just upset. All those people were running everywhere. All right, let me do my Hicks impression. Yeah. What's that? Huh? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I the, the keyboard's loud. You're fucking banging on it like you're Jerry Lee Lewis. I'm not graceful. You could be. If you had some fucking lessons. I think you take those swimming lessons. Yeah. By this time next year, you're a fucking Navy SEAL. Swimming around with fucking knife in your teeth. Going up on fucking pirates' boat and cutting the throats. Oh, I would love that. SEAL Team 6. Go to Somalia. Just wipe them all out. I don't think. Maybe 5 for you. SEAL Team 5. <laughs> you know what? That, I'd Most be fine of the time, that. it's paperwork. Oh. <laughs> Hey, keep it down. Um, Darren, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yes, sir, Ron. Um, a group of friends of mine, we're all married uh, to start with, with kids. We all went in and bought uh, a 50-foot pontoon, and we basically treated it like a timeshare, man. If we're not all out on it together during the summer, we just take turns. It's cheaper that way. How far out do you take it, though? It's a fucking pontoon. Uh, well, there's a, a really huge lake out by where we all live, and, I mean, we just we stay out on the boat for the weekend. I mean, it's a huge lake. We just got, like I said, just dock either in the middle or just cruise around all day long or camp on the uh, campground. But there's islands everywhere, mm. just whatever. Fucking pontoon boat. Ooh. All right. I mean, it's a little lower fucking rent than we were talking. <laughs> Way low rent. <laughs> it's not quite a why, why even bother? You can, I can, you build, I can get fucked up. I can build a pontoon. <laughs> and they had to get six people to, to jump in on this thing. 50-foot pontoon. How broke are you? 50-foot pontoon. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I got no money. But come on. This look, I'm looking at a pontoon right now. It's, it's a, That's it's six a feet long. It's a board. 50-foot pontoon. Wooden board. <laughs> Go to 50-footer and get a fucking load. Let's be a longer board. <laughs> yeah, see that? You'd be out there nice. You're cruising around on a lake. It, it, this is this is low rent. <laughs> this, is, this is white trash. This is a white trash yacht. that fucking catfish pole in the lake. Ugh. No thanks. We're talking high class here. We're talking <laughs> super rich. This is, this is the drifter of the sea. Like, this is what... Uh, uh, you want to share? You want to go in a timeshare on a pontoon? Fifty feet long. Remember, to hang your ass over the side when it's time to shit. <laughs> All right, we're gonna announce the amassed, uh, which is what's the date on that, Pep? It is uh, May twenty-first, Tuesday, May twenty-first. Well, this was, I think, your way of hurting Paulo's feelings. Because Paulo could not get his Kickstarter going. And this gentleman raised $2 million, I think, in three days. Uh, just fucking nailed it. Huge. And as a matter of fact, he's at, what, $2.4 million now? Yep. For his movie. But it helped that he had a nine-year TV show. Gigantic. 
television show. Was it big? Yeah, it was real big. Well, I guess you stay on for nine, nine years. As well as a very, very uh, big independent film that he wrote and directed called Garden State. Pepper, I'm going to give you the honors. Unmasked with Mr. Zach Braff is happening May 21st, Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. right here at the SiriusXM Studios. It's going to be a big one. Zach Braff is huge. So head on over to the iBang right now and sign up for this. This would have been perfect for Matty Ice, but you will graduate with an incomplete from your internship. Why? Hmm? Why? Spite. Oh, spite. Okay. Sometimes we do things out of spite. You know what I say? Makes sense. Good riddance the bad rubbish. <laughs> Is that no? <laughs> I just made that up right now. You, it's easier for him to hate as you leave, so he doesn't feel anything. I'm already interviewing interns for the next semester. I, I got. I can't get that attached. I. When you're saying that, what's going on with Shelby? Shelby, who contacted us before... He's even, a listener yeah. and wants to do an internship. And he's a young comic that wants to work in radio and seems like a terrific kid. And seems like a slam dunk mm -hmm. that you would bring a fan in and let them do their internship. What's the problem? Um, they won't give me his resume or phone number to actually do an official interview with him. To go into the proper channels of how you become an intern. They, uh... I don't know what's happening because I just want to interview this kid and get him in here. They tried to sort him to a, another channel. He said, "Thank you, but I want to. Work, I want to intern interview for the Ron and Fez show." Okay, what's the problem? No, sorry, uh, we're wanting to give you an offer, but now. Because we already gave you an offer. We, we don't want to um, get him So if he says, like, let's say I want to do an internship here. Yeah. And they say, oh, we want to put you on Salsa 500. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm a big ONA fan. Is there any possible way I could intern with ONA? They would get their feelings hurt because I didn't take Salsa 500. That's what, it's, that's what it sounds like to me from when I've been talking with, uh, with uh, HR people. And it doesn't make any sense in the world. It makes no sense whatsoever to get your feelings hurt. I want to get this worked out before Zach Braff comes in here because I want to get everything perfect. Yeah, everything's got to be perfect for Mr. Braff. He's got. This right, I got an inside guy All right. that might be able to help you. Here's his name. All right, Rob Cross. <laughs> yeah, and let me just change this to Sir Rob Cross. But no, bring this up to Rob. Okay. Be, and just say, you know, they'll let a manager go there, and say, look, it's a listener of our channel who's a fan of our channel and wants to come here and he's a young comic and he seems like a nice kid and we want to do stuff for the people who are fans of our channel yeah. i don't see why that's you know trying to hurt the other channel's feelings i don't see i've never experienced this before right and all the interns that have come through anyone who's contacted mm -hmm. us directly we say all right go apply here and then I get their resume or whatever for the official channel. But see, tonight. here's the other thing. Let's suppose uh, somebody came in to, to talk with us, right? And we had a, a thing with them. And they go, hey, what I'm really interested in being a, an intern for Mad Dog, 
we wouldn't get mad or get our feelings hurt. We were like, hey, here's a kid who wants to come in and work for Mad Dog. We would give them the name of the people to go to. We wouldn't feel offended by it. No, thank you for telling us, actually. So, so we, you know, we know what, you know, where your head is, what you want to do. It, it, it's really crazy what's been going on the last couple of weeks. I, it, I'm going to bring in this Rob Cross guy, see what he can do. Round here, people call me Mr. Cross. Sir, he's knighted. That's a weird story. It's really weird. I'm Did really... you tell Shelby what's going on? Well, I guess he already knows because he must have talked to them before. He's been talking to them. I've been going, emailing back and forth with them. It's very strange. And they got their feelings hurt, huh? That's that's what was implied to me. We'll see if Rob can talk manager talk to them. All right. He directs programs. He's a program director. And he breaks big bands. He's got an SXMU on lockdown. You know one of the bands he broke? Who's that? Credence. <laughs> That's how fucking long he's been doing this. Wow. How old is how Cross that? Yeah. He's been around a while. Broke CCR. Yeah. Did not know that. He was the one who came up with the idea of classical music for movie soundtracks. Bum, 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 bum. He's always like, listen to this. Bum, 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 bum. Like, I guess it's good. I don't know. That's huge. He'll be on this on a heart, in a heartbeat. Rob Cross going to drop the thunder down. <laughs> Rob Cross going to make you jump, jump. <laughs> Rest in piss. Speedball. I'll do it. The opening weekend movie club is now up on the interrobang.com all through the summer movie season. You can go there right now and discuss Iron Man 3 in its opening week. Discuss the movie, maybe things like how dreamy is Robert Downey Jr. Take the poll and you can throw out all the spoilers you want. It's the opening weekend movie club on the interrobang.com. Hmm. I've yet to watch Iron Man 3 yet. You'll probably never see it. No, I'm going to see it. I rewatched Iron Man 2 on Sunday night. It was great. You're one of the few people that loves that one. Yeah, no one really talks about it. I know G-Baby bad-mouthed it yesterday. He did. Yeah, he did. Well, then he said the oddest thing. He goes, I really like the action things. So the same as Spider-Man's action. It's just things bouncing around. No, see, Spider-Man's like a dude. These are robots. Or robot suits. Big difference. Really, having that robot suit, that Iron Man suit, it's kind of like having a private plane. It's just smaller. Much smaller. Yeah. And you have guns and missiles. Well, sure. That's pretty awesome. That goes out without saying... If I was super rich, I'd definitely go to Dubai and just start buying racehorses left and right and just losing just a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> if you were super rich, you wouldn't stay super rich long. You would go from super rich to rich in a very short period of time, and then people would be screaming at you. You would go slow for a while, and then, 
and then broke, then be broke, dick, before you know it. I'm better now. I, you know, I stopped buying so many racehorses. Feeding buckets of caviar makes it run fast. <laughs> buckets of caviar. <laughs> All right, let's play a little bit of the guy who's the hero. First of all, his 911 call is... And what's this guy's name again? Uh, this guy's name is... Charles. Wait, Charles Ramsey. Charles mm -hmm. Ramsey. All right, here's a 911 call. 52 p.m. 34 seconds, May 62013. Cleveland 911 Police Ambulance to Fire. Yeah, hey, bro, I'm at 2207 Seymour, West 25th. Hey, check this out. I just came from McDonald's, right? So I'm on my porch eating my little food, right? This broad is trying to work out the fucking house next door to me. So there's a bunch of people on the street right now and shit. So we like, well, what's wrong with you? What's the problem? She like, this motherfucker that kidnapped me and my daughter, and we've been in this bitch. She said her name is Linda Berry or some shit. I don't know who the fuck that is. I just moved over here, bro. Sir, 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 you know what I mean? sir, you have to calm down and slow down. Is she still in the street? Uh, uh, Seymour Avenue, and right? This, is she still in the street, or where did she go? Yeah, I'm looking at her. She right now. She calling y'all. She on another phone. Is she black, white, or Hispanic? Uh, she white, but the baby look Hispanic. Okay, what is she wearing? Uh, white tank top, light blue, uh, sweatpants. Uh, like, like, like a white beater. Do you know the address next door that she said she was in? Yeah, 2207. I'm looking at it. Okay, I thought that was your address. So that, that house no, is... No, I'm smarter than that, bro. I'm telling you what a crime was. Okay, not house. Sir, we can't talk at the same time. Do you want to leave your name and number? Or name Charles number? Ramsey, R-A-M-S-E-Y. What's the phone number? 216-315-4992. Uh, Are the people she said that did this, do you know if they're still in the house? I don't have a fucking clue, bro. I just said I came from McDonald's. Can you, can you ask her if she needs an ambulance? You need an ambulance? Or what? She needs everything. Yeah. She's she in a uh, panic, bro. I guess she's been kidnapped, so, you know. Put yourself in her shoes. I, we'll send the police out. Thank you. There you go. He says, uh, my favorite part, put yourself in her shoes. She needs everything. The... Movie idiocracy is so fucking dead on. This guy's amazing. Everybody loves him, though. He is going to be the biggest fucking star in America within days. But see, this is the weird thing about it. Everybody's ready to be the biggest star in America. Like, if this happened next to Polo's fucking house everybody would be laughing their ass off going who is this dude he should be the biggest star in america i i, I hope except so. for paulo's like the motherfucker who probably kidnap her <laughs> now this is the other thing that i brought up we're going to play his interview everyone in america is ready to be on tv at any second no one is nervous. When we were kids, they used to say speaking in public was Americans' biggest fear. Bullshit. Speaking in public is all Americans ever want to do. Everyone has great presence. You could take any American, put them in a weird situation, and they could go on the Today Show tomorrow, Dave Letterman at night, and be fucking relaxed. Well, everyone... 
puts themselves out there on YouTube, you know, or YouTube videos or whatever. And not everyone, but people watch so much TV that they just know how to do it now. This guy, I'm sure, doesn't upload YouTube videos, but when the TV people showed up, and you notice he wasn't cursing like he was to the 911 operator. He was fucking explaining the story perfectly here. Look at him uh, as he pulls this off. Hey, Charles, Charles, let me talk to you. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t walk me through again what happened this afternoon. You, were, you, you heard screaming. Heard screaming. I meet my McDonald's. I uh, come outside. I see this girl going nuts trying to get out of her house. So I go on the porch. I go on the porch, and she says, help me get out. I've been, I'm, I've been in here a long time. So, you know, I figured it's a, a domestic violence dispute. So I open the door, and we can't get in that way because how the door is, it's so much that the body can't fit through, only your hand. So we kick, kick the bottom, and she comes out with the little girl, and she says, call 911. My name was Amanda Berry. Now, did you know who that was when, you, when she said that? When she told me, it didn't register until I got the call in 911. And I'm like, I'm calling the 911 for Amanda Berry? I thought this girl was dead. You know what I mean? And and she got on the phone and she said, "Yes, this is me." And the detective uh, Cook, right here, Detective Gregory Cook says, "Charles, do you know who you rescued?" I said, "I said." Now, and when did you see? When did you see Gina? He was ready to bolt. About 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 five. So about five minutes after the police got here, see the girl Amanda told the police, I ain't just the only ones. It's some more girls up in that house. No. So they went up there, you know, 30, 40 deep, and when they came out was just <laughs> astonishing, because I thought they would come up with nothing. I figured, I mean, whoever she was, and like I say, my neighbor, uh, you, you got you got the, some big testicles to pull this off, bro, because we see this dude every day. I mean, every day. How long have you lived here? I've been here a year. Okay. You sure come up, bro? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot and listen to salsa music. You see I'm coming from? Yeah. And you had no indication that there was not anything going on? bro, not a clue that that girl w was in that house or anybody else was in there against their will. Because how he is, is I, he just comes out to his backyard, plays with the dogs, tinker with his cars and motorcycles, goes back in the house. So he's somebody that you look and you look away because he's not doing nothing but the, the average stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing exciting about him. Well. Until the day. <laughs> what, what was your reaction on the girls' faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight to be Bro, around. People. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Something is wrong here. Dead giveaway. Dead Charles, giveaway. Charles, thank you very Dead much. Dead giveaway. Thank you very much for your time. And either she's homeless or she got problems. That's the only reason why she ran to a black man. Charles, thank, thank you for being there, man. Charles Ramsey, neighbor, heard the screaming, took action, went and did what he needed to do. The rest is unfolding before us here. Has he done any more stuff today? I think there was one more interview I, I saw with him. I think. Charles Ramsey is a hero to the hood. Yeah, to every hood. That's the same one we were doing. But they gotta fly him somewhere, you know. He's got to get on Ellen or something. He'll be he'll be everywhere. He goes out dancing with Ellen. I like to see him travel around a little bit, take the act on the road. Oh, it's definitely gonna happen. I mean, this this performance is just amazing.
I want him to get his own TV show. He'll probably be like on Dancing with the Stars. I'll vote for him. Or that diving show. Has that diving show ever come on yet? I think one came on. There was there's going to be two diving shows. One came on and came and went. No one's ever seen these diving shows. Yeah. It, all right, so one's on, I think, right now called Splash, and it's terrible. Terrible uh, ratings. But what's the fucking save? You're walking down the street and someone was diving off a fucking thing. You wouldn't look over at him. People want to see a Kardashian do it. There's Kardashians on there? I, yeah, I think there's the, the big one. Chloe Kardashian's on there. That's fucking the right. One. Yeah, that's fucking what? sizest. <laughs> She's tall. All right, I got a break here. Yeah. This is the time that I would normally talk, be talking to Todd Rundgren, but I'm going to over-fucking-do that, and I'm going to bring in popcorn. I'm going to override you, dude. All right. But you are going to get some Coke and salt. All right, cool. Because it's that time of day for a snack. Mm. Maybe a bag of M&M peanuts to sit there with. So. <laughs> All right, Maybe we got sugar up. It's nice Coke, the salt, and then the sweet of the. Mm, sounds yeah, great. Yeah, the sweet, and then there's salt inside that sweet. That's why the M and M peanuts so big. We're gonna put this thing up on the iBang later today. These little girls from England who never ate our junk food. Oh, awesome! I was talking to these people. They had a roommate. He came over from like. Um, some fucked up place, Korea or whatever. Let's just call it Korea. He had never had a root beer before. So they fucking gave him a root beer, cold root beer. And he thought he poured tar in his mouth. <laughs> he was like, oh, what? What is it? He could not understand. Like, if you're not raised with some of these things, you think that we're nuts. <laughs> like, root beer is a weird fucking taste, right? That's delicious. But even like, if you went off of Coca-Cola for a while... If you try it again, you're like, what? People drink this? It, and then within two days, you're back into loving it. It tastes crazy sweet. It, ta it, tastes, it tastes too sweet when you're. Uh, it when tastes you like it sweet battery acid if you've been off it or never been exposed to it. That's why they're always out there fucking advertising, trying to get people like, keep drinking it. Don't forget what it tastes like. Don't get back to the battery acid times. Don't realize this stuff is killing you. Like a lot of people that never snorted drugs. The first time they do it, they think it's terrible. They just got to get into it. Once you get into it, that pain and suffocation is like Pavlov's dog. You're like, oh, fucking home. I fucking, oh, good, I'm bleeding. And I must mean like I'm getting love. That's where you want to be. So I'm overriding you here and bringing popcorn in. Well, popcorn, it's your lucky day. Hope you I just don't feel like he should be uh, penalized for having a, you know, a sick stomach. All right. All right. Pop we'll break. Guy. We'll be right back. It's Ron Fez Show. You're enjoying the Ron and Fez Show on Sirius XM's Opie and Anthony channel. More in moments. Yeah.
There's a brand new scripted comedy series on IFC each and every Friday night now called Marin. Marin starring Mark Marin. You might want to program this into your hopper. Wait, that's a different conversation. Mark Marin as Marin on IFC. That's Friday nights, 10 in the East, 9 Central, and only on IFC. It's Mark Marin playing a fictionalized version of himself, but trust me, all the neuroses are intact on Marin. And I know a thing about mental problems. Marin is being called unique, fascinating, absolutely compelling, and brutally funny. And they also have great guest stars this season, including Judd Hirsch. Love Judd Hirsch. So glad he's back on TV. Gina Gershon, Aubrey Plaza, and the adorable Adam Scott. Dave Foley guest starred in last week's episode. You have to see this on Friday nights. It's Marin, starring Mark Marin. All new scripted comedy series on IFC, Friday nights at 10 in the East, that's 9 Central, and only on IFC for Marin.
as our next guest, except for not today, later on, some other day. Uh, I just found out two of the greatest songwriters of all time are going to be doing a town hall at the end of our show, I believe. Um, Elvis Costello interviewing Burt Baccarat. Fantastic. That's pretty monumental. That's like watching a genius talk to a genius about all their genius work. Unbelievable. And we don't even know what channel that's going to be playing on, right? No. Do they not let you guys know? There's, I believe there's, um, don't know which stuff's live and which isn't, and then there's a, there's a separate mailing list, or a separate internal mailing list that I should be on, but that I'm not. But there's even an external mailing list that goes out to everybody who uh, could come in and, and see this thing. All right. I know we talk about it quite a bit, about having stuff wired. All right, it's going to be on the loft. Is that going to be live today? Live on the loft, channel 30. Very cool. Who runs the loft? Not sure. We really, in all this time we've been here, do not have this place wired. We have this place unwired, whatever you, that would be the name of. Of as little knowledge as possible. And I saw, this is so fucking funny. So Zito is wearing a blue shirt. Yeah. Uh, looks like, almost like a work shirt. With some ridiculous satin tie thrown over it. And it basically looks like someone who doesn't dress up trying to. But in, in the 1970s. <laughs> it just is such a fucking ridiculous look. And he's like, oh, well, the, you know, I had to do stuff for some of the uppity-ups. Well, I'm sure he did. Well, popcorn, it's almost the end of your stay here, huh? Yes, it is. I noticed during the break you were actually back in the bathroom, too. Yes. Having some internal problems today? No, no. Uh, I'm, I'm just a little under the weather, trying to get as much fluids in me as possible. In the bathroom? No, no. That's where you get the fluids that's, out. Yeah, that's where I excrete mm. said fluids. So, this has been a sick semester for you. Yeah, yeah. I've pretty much had it all. Is it because of Chris Stanley? No. Riding you? No. It, How would you, if you were giving him a letter grade, what would you give him? A. A plus. I'm... I yell, but I also, you know, it, it's firm but fair. No, I, he, I feel he, like I am. he he lays down the law, and that's it. That you never listen to, but you know, hey, I it's mean, okay. I get it out of my, I get the anger out of my system, and then it's, and then it's fine again. You and think this kid healthy. could end up working in radio? Yes. Does he have what it takes? Yes. Yes. That's nice to hear. How you feel about that popcorn? If you say yes one more time, I might not believe you, but I feel I feel honored, really. Good. The last fight that you had with Fez has completely derailed him. Well, the backlash that he got for the bu uh, the bullying. And, and uh, I I hope that goes away. I mean, yeah, me too. It's it's me. You know, it's not his fault. I'm the I'm the catalyst. You know. It's so sick, though, aren't you? This thing has him sick. Yeah. He, he's very emotional. He gets very worked up. He's a 
He's like a drummer. A drummer is always emotional. Ringo used to burst into tears. Sometimes, just during Hey Jude, he would just start crying. He just put his head down and fuck his snare drum and just hold on to it. That's, that's a professional. Um, we are about to uh, go out of our way right now to play a game with you. Let's do a lifeboat in a couple minutes. A lifeboat. Uh, and by the way, Here's one of the things that we do know about. I mean, we don't have anything wired except for our own world. We always say, like in meetings, I'm going to go check on this and that, but yeah. what, this is why I don't believe. Oh. We don't even find out that Elvis Costello is fucking 15 feet away from us with Burt Bacharach, which I would like to fucking write a song with him. Then I'll finally be happy if me and Burt Bacharach sit down. I want to be his lyricist. That'd be crazy. Moon, June, Spoon. How fucking hard could it be? <laughs> and I want to fucking come up with a kind of a repeat song that says the house is a home. You know what I mean? Like, let's fucking get out there. Um, let's do... Uh, well, let's do something on hip-hop, because you're a hip-hop generation, right? Yeah. Definitely hip-hop generation. Who's your favorite artist? In hip-hop or yeah. ge in general? Hip-hop. Um, you know, you, you can't overlook Eminem from my generation, obviously. You know, I was young when he came up. Shade 45. Yeah. Monumental. Um, but right now, you know, like uh, Kendrick Lamar, he, he's uh, very talented. Uh, no, isn't Lamar the one that's married to the older Kardashian? No, I believe he's a basketball player. Matty Ice could probably better clarify. Yes, Lamar that. Odom. Yes. Mm. Still, I think he's good. All right, Chris Stanley. Uh, let's give one out to it. What do you got for him? This is the greatest MC's lifeboat. Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, Eminem, Jay-Z. Oh, It's lifeboat, and it's perfect since Chris Stanley is a new pontoon owner. <laughs> well, I'm building it. I'm building it as we speak. I got some plywood, and I'm uh, blowing up some uh, plastic bags I got from the supermarket to make it float. Oh, and also fill that with gasoline in case you need it later. Uh, this is a tough one for Legends of Hip Hop. And you got to think, when is their opportunity? All these guys are... First ballot rock and roll Hall of Fame, don't you think? There yeah. won't be any problem at all with this? No, 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 none. Lock it up. All right, so let's go over the names. The Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls! Chris Wallace. King of New York. Jay-Z. Jigaman. <laughs> Hova. What's the Hova all about? 
high occupancy vehicle lane? Because I always get jigging, man. I understand that. But I don't understand why, yo, it's Hova back. What? Hova? Yeah. It comes from Jehovah, I think, which is God. He's a Jehovah Witness? No, comes just because he wants to call himself God, I think. He's, he's God. The top. Yo, by Jehovah. <laughs> I had no idea that. Uh, I, th I think that's that's right. I'm not 100%. And I have a feeling that. that Popcorn didn't know that either. I thought it was Hove, like H O V land, like Chris said. <laughs> <laughs> but they called him H Hove. H to the Izzo, V it's to the Izzo. Hove, but it's okay, called right. short for It's in the song. Okay, it's Come abbreviated. On. God. All right. Then we have Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady. That's it for him? Eminem. Eminem. No. You've got Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Mr. Tupac Shakur, Machiavelli. <laughs> Tupac spelled multiple different ways. Thug life. Thug, yeah, thug life. This is going to be tough for you. Uh, and... I'm sorry, you've really got to jump into this too. Mm -hmm. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to do something that you're struggling with and without even seeing what's already going up. I'm already surprised by the person so far going in, but I'm not gonna tell you before you give us your reasons of who's going in or out. Okay. Uh number one, I gotta start with Tupac. You know, he brought LA rap to the forefront when Tupac was doing his thing LA rap was on top and then came Biggie then at, then New York was on top then came Marshall Mathers and he changed everything for white people <laughs> re, re, he really did because it, it was almost taboo for like a white person to listen to all rap you know they were outcasts you know part of, you know, the goth group, almost, you know, outcasts. So he made it more acceptable for white people to like rap music. So so at that point, white people couldn't like white uh, rap music until there was a white person who could actually do it well. They could, but it was, you know, like kind of taboo, you know, like kids growing up in the hard streets, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. I think they stuck to the classical rock back then in classical the early rock. 90s. It's classic rock, not classical rock. Classi classical rock. Beethoven. Yeah, with Beethoven with a fucking uh, guitar. It's like Trans-Siberian Orchestra would be classical rock. <laughs> Electric Light Orchestra would also like to jump in on that. So, who are you voting off? I, I gotta vote off Jay-Z, simply Whoa. for inexperience. Now... Uh, and he is, and we were talking about this the other day. We think he's the biggest star in the world right now, right? I mean, gigantic. What he's nobody certain. bigger. No. As of right now, uh, across the board, Jay Z in big trouble has fifty-two percent of the vote to go off. Uh, Eminem is second. Big third. Tupac most safe. But I got to say. There's only 0.24% between Biggie and Tupac. That tu that hologram did huge to bring Tupac back in the forefront. They are together in this boat as they are in death. Yep. Together forever. 
Um, Brian, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, buddy, just a quick uh, reminder for popcorn there. Long before Marshall Mathers, there was a band called the Beastie Boys that made it quite comfortable for white folks to like rap. See ya! But the Beastie Boys still had a, a, a rock, you know, taste to them. They they did use instruments. Flavor. Uh, you know, as opposed to Dr. Dre using all keyboards and electronics, which was breakthrough at the time. The Beastie Boys did use instruments. Uh, first of all, I, let me just say that the person who made it okay for white people to listen to rap was Mr. Ray Stevens and his song, The Streak. Um, let's go over to Ron. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, buddies. Uh, I say Tupac goes in the water. He has always been an entertainer. Even in his early days in the School of Performing Arts, he always entertained. He, he did not have the, the stylistic flow of a Biggie or of an Eminem. He didn't have the acumen or talent of a Jay-Z. He was always just a performer. It's a very interesting point. Like the, Even though Tupac and Biggie were are pretty much you know together because of, of their deaths a year apart and their beef or whatever... There, this could be two more different people. Like if you watch like the interviews with Tupac, he just had a ridiculous amount of charisma. And you watch any like the, the documentaries that came out of him after his death, you, you could not like the guy. That's called a performer. He, he was, was performing, and he was great at it. But here's the thing: all that talk about West Coast and where was he from? East Coast. Mm -hmm. Started off doing East Coast stuff, but when the opportunity, he jumped. Was never even arrested before he became huge, so he blew up. Um, here is Aaron. Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, you got to get somebody that was born, you know, when another president besides Bill Clinton was in office. But Eminem was not the first rapper that white people could listen to comfortably. First of all, the Beastie Boys, like the last caller said, they were the pioneers for that. But white people will listen to, uh, what about Dr. Trey, Snoop Dogg, N.W.A. I hate to say Holly it, but, yeah, you could go all the way back and white people were listening to LL Cool J. <laughs> white people have always bought rap music since the early things. Now, I understand it's nerve-wracking when you don't look like the performer. Um, here's um, Grant. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I gotta uh, actually agree with Popcorn on this one and throw Jay off. Uh, there can only be one king in New York that's gotta be big, and he's always, you know, say big line, big up my brother. He steals too many, he steals too many big lines all the time. Everything that comes out now is a big line. Okay, he's gotta go. Um, here's Eric in Kentucky. You're on the Run of Fez show. Guys, I think this is a little bit of an embarrassing argument. I mean, it shows, once again, i got to point out that Pepper Hicks knows dick about fucking rap. And okay, so, 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 so school me, then, if you're so brilliant. Well, first of all, a rap conversation is one conversation, a hip-hop conversation is another. I understand that we're talking MCs here, so that's, that's fine. Eminem, he, he doesn't even belong on this boat to begin with. Why I not? can come up with... With so many other names that, that would better sit in that spot. For example, Snoop Dogg right there. And then if you've got Snoop Dogg, 
Pac and Biggie, then I'm going to argue that that uh, Jay Z is only the self-proclaimed king of rap. I don't even think. Well, they're all self-proclaimed. There isn't a voting in the hip hop community as to there isn't a primary well, for too rappers. Bad. That's too bad because then we wouldn't have to do this. The the only argument for Eminem that is ever made in my I mean people like him sure fair enough but you know it, it's the same tired soft argument that people make it's just the same one that popcorn made it's, it's he's the white guy that that's why he get well, whatever I can name three other rappers who are white who are more t more talented lyrically than oh. this guy so but did they bring rap to the forefront like he did. Well, maybe not. They're they're not rappers either. They're hip hop artists who happen to rap. Give me a but break. It's... You're from Kentucky. What do you know about rap? <laughs> oh, Whoa, oh, shit! Popcorn, bringing it. Who was that? That was popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's bullshit. No, all right. So you look at punk then. Popcorn made you look like a little girl. So you're not gonna respond to him. Pepper, you can bust my shit. This little turd can't. Let let it go. Let's talk rap and hip hop. Not talk about. All right. He's popcorn. God, me. Put him down. All right. What else you got? Well, I mean, okay, so you want the white rappers who are more talented than Eminem, in my opinion? Go, shoot. Vanilla Brother Ali. Brother Ali. Slug from Atmosphere. Both these guys oh, are... Oh, come on. Atm Atmosphere is the same song over and over again, man. All right? Listen, I've listened to Atmosphere's song. When, when well, if you wanna, if Eminem's you first three albums were better than anything those guys are ever going to put out. I'm sorry, dude. It's the truth. And I don't care if he's well, white dude. or not. Hey, I hear the same argument about repetitive nature that you get. I mean, Tupac repeats himself an awful lot. I love the guy, but listen to those songs. With that thought in your mind, you're like, shit, this guy is a bit repetitive. All right, Hicks, uh, you love Eminem's first three albums? Yeah. Uh, I never even got on to the fourth album, and I think that's when he hit his stride. No. And that's when Ronnie B came in. <laughs> that was the Eminem show. That's when things started falling mm -hmm. off. That's when I start loving them. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, Pittsburgh, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, go ahead. You there? Me? Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Oh, Joe. Oh, uh, yeah. Biggie got it go. Tupac made the greatest battle record ever about him. Hit him up and fucked his bitch. That wasn't amazing. It gotta be Biggie. He sold the least amount of records of them for yeah, but he made two records, and he's still talked about today as the greatest MC of all time. Yeah, only because he died, and he was in a legendary yes, duh. beat. That's why. Really, Ready to Die was a bad album. Uh, Ready to Die was great, but that's it. You can't compare it to how many Jay has, and how many Pac has, and how well, many Eminem has. didn't shit get shot seven go. times. Here's Ezra and Harlem. You're on Run the Fed show. And Tupac got a gun to his head. That's why he put out 20 albums. Uh, listen, listen. Non cursing Hicks is straight up bonanas. Like, I can't. True. First of all, I love white rappers, but all y'all need to fall back on all of that. You ha you don't have Rakim up there, man. Mr. Uh, awesome Throw Up Online. Nas. Yo, these no. are. Nas, 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 Nas is great, but. And I, hey, listen, I'm from up the block from Queensbridge, but he doesn't belong here. Jay Z's proven himself to be the better MC than Nas. Yo, yo, Hicks, you need to let off some straight up steam. You need to get back to your black roots, swing that here around a little while, brother. Get rid. Man, you are insane. I love you, but you're insane. Bye. Hicks, where are we at right now? As of right now, it's 52.7% uh, for Jay-Z getting the boot. Eminem, uh, actually, Eminem, it's getting close between Tupac and Eminem. About 4% difference, and Biggie's the safest.
But Jay Z is just getting hammered here. He's getting beat up in the in the. This one won't be close. No, it, I mean it doesn't look like it. I mean this fifty three percent of the vote. That's that's rough for one guy to have. Oh yeah, that's terrible. But you can't throw Nas in here. He had one great album. You can't take it away from him. Uh, Nick, you're on the run of Fez show. Uh, you know, I can actually just touch on that point that he just made. Speaking of one great album, Notorious B.I.G. had one great album, and then its second album was dog shit. Life After Death was, was, was crap, really. You're insane really to was. say that. It really Why are you was, so seriously. Angry? That awful song with fucking R. Kelly on it, that uh, fucking Biggie, 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 Can't You See? It, it started that whole nonsense of overproduction, and it started all this shit about rapping about cars and... It really took hip-hop in the direction of just straight up, like, uh, everything is about receipts and cash. And uh, because he was such a big influence on Jay-Z, Jay-Z took the ball when Biggie died and mm -hmm. ran with it and completely turned it all about bragging about what you have and what you own, especially bragging to a core audience of people who don't own shit. So it takes all the impotence off of fucking anything positive at all and just basically, you know, stays that dumbass mentality of owning shit is the only thing that's important. And secondly, Tupac... That dude definitely repeated himself numerous times. If you can go back and listen to how many times he rapped fucking Hennessy with enemies in a song, he always, I'm drinking Hennessy, looking for my enemies. It's a great, like, great line. Why does Tony keep using it? <laughs> once was plenty, I think. <laughs> it's great. Just do it once. All right, thanks, man. Um, once again, Pepper seems to be taking it on the chin. Oh, they could, they could drop it on the chin all they want. I ain't going down. Now, uh, a guy is uh, writing to me. And he's uh, mad because he's saying, I uh, let you guys talk about rap, but I never do any interviews with 80s band or pop culture, such as Stephen Pierce from Rat today. Mm. Did anybody know the guy from Rat was coming in? Yeah. I have a deal with my buddy Eddie Trunk. I do not step on his toes. Unless I want to lose an eye. That's what Eddie said to me. Damn. I will take your fucking eyeball. Brock, Wyoming, you're on the Ron Fez show. Brock, once, twice. Hey, yeah. I, it, you talking to me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you got to get rid of Tupac. He was a fucking actor before he was a rapper. He's a backup he, and he's the actor. reason that uh, Biggie got killed. He's terrible. It's, you know, all of the three, Jay-Z, Eminem's all right. I'd get rid of both of them, too, and just keep Biggie. If you believe the conspiracy, it was actually the LAPD that was responsible for Biggie's death, not Tupac. Thanks, we're going to let you do yours, then. Okay. You seem to be all fired up on this. Yeah, because these people just want to just attack me, because they think, oh, You I don't, don't curse, though. I'm I not curse that. Right? It's, it, come on. Guess I, I guess you get some kudos for that. You know what? Instead of letting you do it, let's talk to the only guy I know who's fucking street. Mm. And he's not from the easy streets of Queens. He's from the tough streets of Red Hook, Brooklyn. And unlike Pips, he hangs out with black people. Oh, yeah. I'm unlike Kicks. Well, how many black friends do you have besides Earl? My buddy Smiley, got my buddy Zach. Who's These are made-up names. <laughs> it's not made-up names. No one's name is Smiley. Well, no, it's a nickname. <laughs> Why, is he always smiling? No, he never smiles. <laughs> All right, so the nickname is completely wrong. <laughs> Pips, I'm going to go to you, Red Hook. Looking at Eminem, Biggie, Tupac, 
<laughs> Tupac and Biggie off the bat are already safe. In the street, wow. everyone loves them. You can't <laughs> deny their um, abilities. Uh -huh. talking. Red Hook. The, the problem right now is with Jay-Z. Whoa. Because Eminem, surprisingly, all the black guys I hang out with, they love Eminem. They Don't be surprised. His lyrics, the way he raps, his flow, Thank they you. it's they get blown away sometimes. Where my, my friends will replay the song just to hear a certain line. Thank you, Blackface. So Jay-Z, off the boat. Wow. Jay-Z done out. That's what Pip says, huh? Hicks, what do you got? Alright, uh Biggie Tupac, in my opinion, they are not going anywhere. They're they're safe on the boat. It's down between Eminem and Jay-Z. Um Jay-Z, I think people are hating on Jay-Z because he's too popular. I think that's what he's a victim of. Sure. He's getting killed. He is the king of the world right now, and he's got the queen of the world married to him. So people And Ivy's actually my favorite baby rapper. I can't wait till she stops dropping bars. Looking between Eminem, I'm, I'm gonna take race out of it too. I don't see Eminem as a white man, I see him as a rapper. He is an MC. Well, that's an insult. He is an MC. That is it. I'm, that's what I'm judging this on. Jay Z's still putting out good quality work. He has hits and misses, but he has you know, half a dozen albums that are instant classics. I feel Eminem, after that fourth album, the Eminem show, it's all gone downhill mm -hmm. lyrically and just the ability, his rapping abilities have suffered. Maybe it's because the Vicodin and the wine, I don't know. But for that reason, Eminem, you get the boot. Marshall Mathers. He's got the thing right next to us. All right, I'm gonna play this. I've only seen him up here once. By the way, g give us uh, what we I seen him up here twice. One time he had a bunch of security though and took over one room as his dressing room. <laughs> uh, what have we got so far? Okay, Jay-Z uh, at 52%. Ooh. Eminem, 19. Jesus. Tupac, 15. Biggie, 13. All right, I'm going to do mine. Okay. Uh, Eminem's safe because he's white. Now, <laughs> that's what you judge on. We all have our own way of doing it. Um, Jay-Z's safe. So, Biggie, Tupac, I vote off Tupac. Oh, was that bad? I did I vote off Biggie. No! What? I don't understand. Stand by your man. I'm voting both off. You can't you can't vote off Biggie. Alright, then I vote off Tupac. Oh, it hurts. Who want me to throw out then, Jay-Z? <laughs> throw him at him. I don't care. Why don't you just vote for me? Go in there. Alright, I'm gonna You're voting off Eminem. Uh, Bobby Digital. Bobby Digital, you're on the Running Fed Show. Rizzo. Yo, bees up, hoes down, but you cannot deny Biggie was the king. When you said tits and bras, menage a trois, sexing expensive cars. He said it, man. I'm off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> He's nice, though. Eminem's yeah. off the boat. All right, off the boat. Here's Matt. Matt, what do you got? Oh, what's up, boys? Hold on, I'm put my hoagie down here. <laughs> Starving, fucking stuff. Hicks, I'm with you a little bit. Buddy B, I'm with you a little bit. Here's the thing, man. Uh, Tupac Shakur, super charismatic, definitely an icon, really flamboyant, controversial guy. But nobody ever listened to a Tupac record and said, oh, holy shit, let me rewind that. I mean, as an MC, he wasn't that strong. And if you're only going off of skills as an MC, Marshall Mathers takes it even with his shitty work, even with 
the Relapse album. The Recovery album is crazy. This Bad Meets Evil thing he's doing with Royce from uh, fucking Slaughterhouse is insane. But the thing about Jay is Jay-Z's been making records since before we had iPods and fucking cell phones. He was... He was rapping on Foxy Brown records in the early 90s. He's on Biggie's second album. They have a duet together. He's been making records for so long, and his longevity is something that's so rare in hip-hop. I mean, LL Cool J just made a new album, but everybody's making fun of it because he's making records with fucking Brad Paisley and Eddie Van Halen. I really do like that record, though. It's really good. Yeah, It makes me get along better with other races. Jay Z's shit. I mean, he's on the fucking Great Gatsby soundtrack and shit. And I don't know, Hicks, man, if you could pull it up. The first verse of No Church in the Wild that's on with him and Kanye. Kanye's verse is shit, but Jay's verse is fucking nuts, man. And that song is you'll you'll dig on that record. So that's my two cents, man. If you're going strictly lyrical, you got to give it to Marshall Mathers. But Jay has to have it for just longevity in the game. And so, who are you voting off? I'm voting off Tupac, very respectfully. All right, see it, Tupac. Boom. There he goes. Oh, you know, you guys aren't moaning Dead when he again. fucking throws them off. Dead again. When I when I did it, you acted like I hit, took oh. a baby and crushed its head. No, I, I disagree. Eminem's been around as long as Jay Z. You just heard him say Eminem's been around since what, 97, 98? Uh, no, earlier 99? than that. I mean, that's when he got signed with Dre. No, that's what we're talking it, about. The album Infinite, which is great, and uh, the his other unreleased stuff. The next Unmasked has been announced, and that is Zach Braff. Zach Braff, you know him from Scrubs, Garden State, and of course, Kickstarter fame now. Zach Braff is the next Unmasked that's coming up on Tuesday, May 21st. You need to be here at 11 a.m. Go to theinterobang.com to find out how you can be in the studio audience for Zach Braff on Unmasked. I still didn't get any word on that other thing, right? Those supposed to tie in? No, we're on that yet. It's, I'm still waiting. Because that would be near it. Hmm? Yeah. Near it. And date-wise. <coughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I thought the assist on that. Oh, oh, that, yeah. That I'm also waiting for word. <coughs> Did you want to put your button? Yeah, sure. It's it's a pretty easy one for me. I'm saving Jay Z first. I'm a big Jay Z fan, and then I'm gonna save Biggie and Tupac and send off Eminem. I've always hated Eminem. He's just <laughs> too whiny and angry for me. I don't like it. Race trader. I'm a race trader. He's just whiny he and angry. I don't you. like it. He's from Eight Mile. Rabbit man, come on. Not a fan. <laughs> you cried during that, didn't you? Oh God, it was terrible when he was when him and the other crew. They uh, never said, but was Alec Baldwin his dad? I don't know, maybe. Because you know, I know it's Alec Baldwin's <laughs> ex-wife was his mom. He Did went, you keep waiting for them to do it till it seemed like it was sexual? Oh, they definitely had sex, like you know, off-screen, you know. Why didn't they? He ever do any follow-ups? I guess no one would want to see him rabbit blowing up and becoming a millionaire and becoming a world icon. Well, how about just play other uh, other parts? I think Michael Shannon was his uh, was his stepdad that slapped him around. Jay-Z's Dunsky. What's well, okay. 
Troy, Tampa, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, man, uh, I would say that Jay-Z would be the first guy to keep because he's been consistent for the longest amount of time. Biggie and Tupac are keepers because they were consistent, but they, they died young, so you can't really... You can't really discount him for that, though. I can. And Eminem would have to get tossed off because he's he's the least consistent. He actually said the line, what I say comes straight out of the fish's ass. In other words, I'm a bastard. Yeah, I he like that. He actually said that. I like that line. And let me tell you, staying alive is part of the game. Because you're acting like, oh, they would have done great if they would have stayed alive. We don't know that. I can say the same about any stillborn baby. I'm like, that baby could have been fucking fantastic. They all look great in death. I want to make a tribute album for that baby. Big up to that stillborn baby. <laughs> Didn't even have a name. I'm going to call him Stilly. <laughs> From Stillwater. <clears throat> Todd, you're on the run of Fed show. Todd, we got you, brother. There we go. Just mind you, a fucking library that I can't actually talk on the program, so I'm going to interrupt like some faggot jackass. Thank you very much. He is not going to bite the hook on that. He's going to stand by and let it happen. You drug him down last time. Put him in a bad place. I didn't mean to. What you didn't mean to do, don't have shit to do with Shinola, okay? That's what's happening. The sun don't mean to burn somebody's skin, but it does. Once you break something, you can glue it back together. Yeah, but really? You, you want yeah. You want a bunch of glued up shit around your house? <laughs> I throw it out. What are they saying? Aurelius, he's a bandmate of the guy. The guy had a band? The fucking kidnapper had a band? Known suspect for 20 years. Then I'd arrest him right now. Are you telling me I wouldn't know if Hicks had a fucking slave at his house? I would know. Hey, Ron, you got anything? You know, you, you want to do I got this slave in my base? <laughs> do whatever I tell him to do. After I beat them for a while. I'm not laughing at it. It's actually happened. That fucking guy looks familiar, too. And there was three brothers. His two brothers got arrested, too. They were all in it. Uh, Where are they from? What country? Cuba? Joe in Brooklyn, you're on my face show. What's going on, boys? I get in this uh, dispute right away between Biggie and Tupac. Just play the, they have a classic rock battle. It's only like a minute and a half long, and Biggie destroyed him. And Papa, what's the matter? You didn't have enough room for Wu-Tang in the boat? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> nine, all right. It's nine original members of Wu-Tang. How big is this boat going to be? Why can't you do it on rap groups sometimes? It's a pontoon. All right. Pontoon. I'll do yeah, but put it on a pontoon. <laughs> put pontoon. Hip-hop cruise, then. Crew battle. Yeah. I'd actually like you to do one of them just for unrelated people. <laughs> All right. Like, if you were to throw in Gale Sayers in the middle of this <laughs> and the Mom Brady. So it'd be 
Biggie Smalls, the mother from the Brady Bunch, Gail Sayers, the 1960s football player, and then a lunch bag filled with egg salad sandwiches. I love egg salad. Brady Mom, you are done. <laughs> yeah, I throw her out too. It's an easy one. Eat a sandwich with Gail Sayers. It'd be great. She'd take the sandwich. I've been obsessed with Gail Sayers since I saw this thing on the NFL Network that we're counting down like, I don't know what it was like, the eighth best open field runners. Gail Sayers was so far uh, 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 in front of his time that it looked like he got there by time machine. This looks weird. They're doing some kind of fucking ladder right next to you, Hicks. Oh, my God. I'm going to go push it over. Why does son of a bitch run? Dude, I got to show you this weird Tallahassee, Florida fucking problem between frat boy and black tranny. Sounds amazing. Florida gets crazy. I'm sure it's a lot of frat boys down there too, right? In those giant universities. Um, by the way, the requests are coming in hot and heavy on this unmasked. That's Zach Braff. That's uh, May Tuesday, May 21st, 1130 a.m. at the Fishbowl here at Sirius XM. Mm. And Scrubs is still huge, even though it's off the air, because it just gets through. It's, it's just in syndication, and just people just watch it and love the show so much. All right, you got that thing up? Yeah. All right, now this is at some kind of fast food place down here. But this frat boy fucking annoys me so goddamn much. Just being himself <laughs> annoyed me. Yeah. Straight off the plane. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you say, faggot. I we got these nigga fighting. I have the world star footage. We got these nigga fighting good. What's up? <laughs> All right, that's, that's All right, stop star. for a second. So you got two guys that want to be on World Star taking this. You've got a transvestite and then a rich frat boy who is wearing a suit jacket and a pair of shorts at the same time. And doesn't take shit. You can see he's very confident and ready to fight the transvestite. But here's the thing. It means that you haven't been around a lot of transvestites in you. Always walk away from a transvestite fight. Um, all right, play some more. This shit crazy as hell. Single day, single day drunk Fuck, nigga. Single day drunk Yeah, what's your faggot ass out of here? Put your hands on me. Stripey, bitch. You faggot bitch. Oh, 
Even more than some of the slurs that, he, that he's saying, I hate the fact that Rich Boy feels like he can make fun of someone else's clothes. That probably works for a living. He's the worst person in the world right now. He's bragging he's about terrible. the fact... It's not right now. He's always been the worst person in the world. <laughs> yes. Um, let's jump back into it. Oh, pussy ass, pussy ass. Oh. Alright, stop it here. So here he gets spit, and he she spits, or he spits, on the frat boy's face. Pick it back up. Oh. Uh, oh, you gotta fuck him up now. You gotta fuck him up now. I like the press charges. What up? Go back in and play that joke again. A lot of volume. Yeah, uh, uh, I like the first what part. What now? Hey, you know how I'm white? Because I'm pressing charges. What up? <laughs> so he says, you know how, why I'm white, or how I'm white is because I'm pressing charges. That is the first time that I start to like him. <laughs> Out of this whole thing, you would still hate him? I still hate him. Because frat boy is like the worst thing to you. Yeah, yeah. Like this kind of frat boy is, is right. the worst thing. Well, that kind of frat boy is a stereotypical right, frat boy. Exactly. The fact that he's wearing the sombrero, so still behind and the shorts and, and the Kohans. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right, let's go back and pick up. <laughs> now frat boy's pissed, <laughs> and he's following him out of the store, and he's going to go beat up the transvestite. Now, by the way, he was out of that, and he looked like he went and kicked her or something. And ran away. Yeah. And he's running out. Hey, y'all gotta kill you, man. <laughs> Who kicks him and runs away? Yeah. And now there's trans transvestites coming out of the trees. And they're stomping his shit. Holy shit. They are stomping his ass. <laughs> look, look how he's trying to get away. Really like a bad manager. Chill, chill, chill. Oh, my mom has to get first. Go, bro. Let's go, go, bro. Go. I got it. I gotta go. Go. Get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit. <laughs> hey, can we start with the racial joke? Now here comes the post-fight interview. Look what at his face. All banged the fuck yeah. up. Coming at me. Yeah. I don't know about that shit. What the fuck? You see this face? Yeah. I'm not trying to break this. Yo, yo. Listen. Oh, his girlfriend's here. What the fuck? Yes, you're No, no, no. You were giving your story. Your story. Tell a story. This black chick comes out of nowhere. 
I was like, I'm game time for this guy. Because his, his sister comes out of nowhere. For sure, because she's not getting played at all. So ugly. So basically, she comes out of nowhere and just like sticks out. It's a baby cut, bro. It's a little scratch. It's a little scratch, man. No! It's a little scratch. A little scratch. You got a little scratch. You got a little scratch. It's a baby scratch, though, man. It's going to go away in two seconds. Are you videotaping this? <laughs> he was telling us his story. I'm just saying, it oh, came out of nowhere. Hey. And then I got this ugly guy who is still in here trying to come back. Look down, look down. Oh, no, what happened to you? My shoes. Oh, your legs on bloody. Yeah, I What? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> now, this also made me like Frat Boy again, because after getting his ass bit, he still went out and got some food for himself. And gave a post-fight interview. I'm still hungry. I mean, more so then. Sombrero Man is also known as FSU Tommy. <sighs> you guys hate that kid. Yes. Yeah. So you would vote him off? Any life vote. Mm. It's like, it's a Sombrero Man, Hitler, Pol Pot... Right, everybody's writing in that you said shit. We all heard him. Yeah. You'd have been fucked up yeah. if we were doing terrestrial. All right. So it's Saturday and today were my two bad days. Oh, that's $50,000 worth of fines. Because what if the kids was listening when that's, you heard shit? I would have just said it, was, it wasn't me. It was, it was David Ortiz. The World, the World Star video. That's two out of seven days. Five days. I think it's better than anyone thought I was going to do. <laughs> <clears throat> But I will give anybody that this advice, and please stick to it. Don't give shit to a tranny, and if tranny's giving shit to you, keep walking. Because what you don't understand is they have fought every day of their life forever. And each one of their nails is like a switchblade. And they will fuck you up. And then someone's going to drive by and think that a woman's fucking you up, and it's going to look stupid. Like... Ten people came out of nowhere once they got him to the ground. Out of nowhere, they started turning just a straight up beat down. Oh, Sombrero Man. But look, Sombrero Man didn't take it personally. Got up, walked back in, put his order in. Because he's so drunk right now. Well, he also knows that no matter what happens, his life is going to be good. His dad's giving him money. Oh, a nice... Easy life, but don't. If that was your kid, wouldn't you even feel like, oh my god, this obnoxious motherfucker? Mm -hmm. Look what I look what I've spawned. Oh, it's just. By the way, FSU is one drunk school. And Tallahassee definitely has the other side of town yeah. for being a college town. Yeah. Very, very funny. All right, that's up on the uh, iBank today. Really worth uh, watching. Frat Boy versus Tranny. Let's look at that train and pull a knife. Millie Hatchet says she once saw Tranny take off her high heels and beat the fuck out of her frat boy in D.C. Bob said, now they Forrest Gumpin'. Sarah McPants says, crying game part two. And Recycle said this, 
There you have the 2012 election replayed in one act. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Is that Pepper Keats laughing in the background smoking dope? Mm. At least everyone knows to yell, this is for World Star in videos now. About too many yeah. times. Even if it isn't on World Star. I would yell it if I was calling an HBO fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, World Star! World Star! Mayweather, what up? Though, um, every World Star fight is much more entertaining than any Mayweather fight that's ever happened. Hmm. See, so you put Sorrero Man and a couple of trannies in the ring, that's just gets you 70 bucks a pay-per-view. <clears throat> Watching one of those house flipper fucking shows is more exciting than a Mayweather fight. Awesome. Hey, so now you're watching that bar show where the guy comes in and he yells at people how to change their bar? Bar Rescue. I think the guy's uh, Mike Taffer. Yeah, I caught one the other night. You like it? I only caught one episode, and I'm always wondering how fucking fake they are. See, it's. I think it's. It's. It's like it's the third season, maybe. Yeah. I think it's getting faker. There's more like um, more people are trying to punch him now as he tries to flip their bar. But the first few seasons, I thought, I thought were somewhat genuine. Hmm. I liked. I liked the guy. He's from Long Island. <laughs> um. Jason, Thousand Islands, your own run fest show. Hey, uh, I used to be a prison guard, man, and. I'm telling you, them transvestites, them dudes can fight, man. And that's just, like you said, it's because they've been fighting every day. And every day they get shit in there all day long, and they're just, they're ready to go. And I remember one time out in the yard, this, there was this tall, skinny guy. And he took a can of uh, tuna fish in a net bag and just spun it and whacked the guy in the head, man, and knocked him, knocked him out with it. Just, they know how to fight, that's for sure. Yeah, they can just fight because they have to do it. It's just like gay guys are normally very witty themselves and like fast because people picked on them their whole lives, so they got to be able to come back and say something about the other person's physical appearance. Make them feel bad about themselves. Like they would say to Hicks right now, your head's so big you can't even get your headphones on. Yeah, I have a giant head. Thanks for pointing it out. How come you can't get your headphones all the way on? Sometimes I just rest them on top of my head, not on my ears, making them totally useless and crazy looking. Um, you look like that fucking movie where the guy cut off his goddamn devil horns and still went around smoking a cigar. Oh, uh, not Hellboy. Hellboy? Yeah, Hellboy. No, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like fucking Hellboy. That's cool. Hellboy is pretty, uh... Look, look at Hellboy where he keeps his shit. And you're... <laughs> Yours is right up the same exact way. We ought to do a thing called Hell Hellboy phones. Oh, people love that. Maybe we sell the idea to uh, Dre and just, you know, make that beat. I've never seen any of these Hellboys before. But one time there was some, like, Make-A-Witch kid. And he went and dressed up like Hellboy and went over and just started hanging out with a kid. And it was the sweetest shit I ever saw on the internet. Like this kid... He's got enough problems. He's going like this. I'd also like to spend some time with Hellboy if you can work it out for me. That's pretty cool, Ron Perlman. Yeah. I saw him up at Purchase for one day for orientation. Maybe I think one of his uh, family members went to SUNY Purchase. Let me guess. It was the day you were tripping? No, I was actually totally sober. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, there's Ron Perlman. 
Let's call it a fucking acid trip. <laughs> uh, Worcester Bishop got a DUI. Bishop all fucked up. Well, yeah, what do you want to do? Break? Why gotta, don't you say it into the microphone? We got to break one more time. Instead of annoying the shit out of everybody. Right. I was going to tell you this whole great story, but I got a break right now for uh, Chris Stanley. Uh, we'll be right back and wrap this bitch up. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron and Fez. Tonight on Comedy Central, it's a brand new episode of Inside Amy Schumer, starring Amy Schumer. You love her. I understand from the hetero, she's quite the looker. It's Amy Schumer's Inside Amy Schumer tonight on Comedy Central, starting at 10.30 in the East, 9.30 Central. No topic she won't touch. She, she'll she make fun of everyone, including herself. This week on the show, Amy turns her attention to topics like racism and sexting. It's a mix of sketches, man on the street interviews and stand up on an all new episode of Amy Schumer inside Amy Schumer tonight 10:30 in the east 9:30 central and that's after an all new tosh on Comedy Central you want to tune in tonight for a brand new episode of Inside Amy Schumer tonight at 10:30 9:30 central on Comedy Central inside Amy Schumer don't miss it this is the Ron and Fez show a million old soldiers will fade away, but a dream goes on forever. I'm left standing here, I got nothing to say. All is silent within my Artist of the day and a later guest on our show. All right, so I go down and I'm waiting to see Elvis Costello and Burt Baccarat. And me and uh, Zito are just fucking horsing around. And uh, I know it's like there's this really cute chick next to us. And then Leeds come over and he goes like this. Do you know Lisa? And uh, I'm like, no. She hops up and it's like this tiny little Lisa Loeb. Uh, adorable. That's awesome. And he goes, he has a talk show. Going, this is the most uncomfortable <laughs> introduction in history. That's really cool. I was just thinking, put me over properly. Leeds gets excited sometimes. Yeah, but then he leaves. He honestly just yells, he has a talk show and leaves. Remember when she had that little dating show? She was looking for a man. Lisa Loeb couldn't find herself a man. Well, any, I mean, she is the smallest little thing ever. So, uh, what's that picture from? This is from the TV show. Pantsless Lisa Loeb. It's a good show. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I guess she found a man. 
It shouldn't have been a tough thing. Um, so as soon as this is over, we're going to run down and check it out. I know we got to get out of here anyway. Maintenance has got to do something in here. You need to meet with me at all today? Mm. Get your list and meet me down in the lobby. Will do. Lobby meeting. We got a meeting in the lobby room. Because Big Steve Bladder needs to get in here. He's all over it. That's the kind of shit that you say when you don't have any response. I know. <laughs> like there's no response for that whatsoever. Did you get to do every story that you wanted out here today? Anything still in your mind? Any sports uh, stories, Matty Ice, that we missed today? Any drumming stories that we missed, Popcorn? Nothing new on the drum front. Anything on the upstate pizza front? <laughs> How's that guy's business doing? I mean, pretty good. It's a nice place. So He just had a deep dish after all these years. It's risky. People may not want to uh, you know, break up their normalcy of their pizza. They like, they like that thin crust. I'll tell you one thing that the the video that's on the IB wire of the dude opening up on the cops with the AK. Crazy video. I didn't even see this. What oh, crazy video? <laughs> Starts like two minutes in though. It's like, a dash cam. It's it's blanked like a before. Yeah, yeah right here. Here we go. This, this is a routine just traffic stop. They just put, the cops just pulled this guy over. Yeah. Okay. What town is this? This is Midfield. The fuck's that? In between, who gives a shit? And I never heard of this. Ohio, Middlefield, Ohio. Man, a lot of Ohio craziness going on. All right, routine pullover. And I don't see any reason to pull over, by the way. There's not a lot of traffic. It's a residential street, it's not a highway, even. It's a residential district. Whoa! Holy shit! All right, stop. Stop for a second. That I never saw coming. <laughs> Did the cop actually scream? Yes, yes the cop. Wow. I go back because <laughs> I got to just watch how he came out blasting. I mean, no warning. Door open. She saw the right one Friday. It's just one dude. Me. Did he get hit once? He got hit in the gut. You cover. I'll call this guy. Stop it! Come on! You go okay? Come back up now! I have a piss. What was the other guy saying to the cop? He was screaming, "Kill me!" No, the guy now. Oh, I think he said, I have a gun. I'm armed. Why would he say that? Uh, to assist the cops, I believe. In case, like, you know. And then the cop is telling him, back the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last thing you want to see is another fucking gun. <laughs> right. yeah. After you just put a fucker down. This is one of the wildest videos I've ever seen. Holy shit. One of the wildest things. I, totally crazy. Just from the... It just... It, it's a routine traffic stop. I... Uh, I'm, my sleeping schedule is so crazy. I can't believe that I never saw anything like this. This guy comes up, blasting, and to hear a cop scream. Cause she, I think she got hit. 
No, but she, she screamed as soon as she saw the gun. She screamed. Yeah, I, I yeah. almost screamed. No, there's a delay. If you want, there's like a couple second delay where. You... All right, so these guys are assholes. All right, good. I'm glad you're here, popcorn. No, just my observation. No, you're right on. You don't have to fucking back down. When these two fucking assholes start being assholes, call them out on it. Fucking assholes. Good. What's thanks. that, popcorn? Nothing, sir. That's weird. You feel better that you bullied somebody? It's not bullying. Right, let's watch. Stuff up. Unbelievable. Three screams, four screams. Yes! You cover, I'll call this guy. So she said she was hit. Yeah. You see his body moving with the bullets now. Mm-hmm. You go okay? They just let him up. Come back him now! I have a piss. Shot there! Shot there! Ambulance on your head! North State Street just by the station! I bet he is. Hold on. Hold on. Holy shit. I have a pistol. <laughs> Adam, you're on the run of Fed show. Adam. Yo. Yeah, what do you got, buddy? Ronnie B. Hey, I just wanted to tell you guys, uh, it's a law in Ohio. Um, you have to disclose if you're carrying a concealed carry weapon uh, if you're addressing a police officer. So by telling him that, he actually might have saved his own life. you got to think that cop's probably a little nervous, some dude. Dude, th this guy had to nothing to do with this. Just keep walking. Just fucking keep your shit away from the cop in his business. To come oh, I agree. Running up I on agree. a cop yelling, I have a weapon? That yeah, made me feel like he was a bad guy. Though. Yeah, you you have to call the cops though. Otherwise, that guy could have been arrested. Or if the cop noticed the the gun on his hip or something, he might have shot that guy. I didn't even see the guy in the picture. This guy just come running over, telling a guy he was just in a fucking gun battle. I got a weapon too. Hey, everyone's trying to be your hero. Maybe he wants to help him out. I don't know. I, I had the feeling that was it too. Like, can I get a couple fucking shots in? He's I've been waiting my dead. whole life for this. What is this under Hicks? <laughs> this is uh. Crazy Bastard Opens Up on Cops with an AK-47. That's the perfect fucking title. Says it all. Both cops got hit. The uh, female cop lost a finger. Holy shit. This guy fired 54 rounds out of the AK? 54 rounds. Jesus Christ. And she she hustled through it, you know? She made the call and everything, so... And no, she, she, he, he fired 37, they fired 54 at him. Did not sound like 54 Holy shots they fired at him at all. Maybe they were firing yeah. as... Maybe they yeah, shot a couple after the goddamn thing was over. Like, on the just, way, fucking taking him to the ambulance, put a couple more <laughs> in his ass. That guy is fucking insane, because as soon as he got shot, he wanted to die. Yeah, it looks like they tagged him in the stomach, because he, well, he, he stopped shooting for a second, and then I uh, just grabbed his stomach. He looked yeah. in pain. Like 150. All right, let me read some of this. Uh, somebody on there on our site says, "What a bunch of fucking pussies!" The guy with the AK should have killed them both, no problem. And the cops crying like little pigs says, "They are not right for the job." What? What? That makes perfect sense. That's a rational thing to post under a video of a guy lighting up a cop car with an AK-47. I'd like to see what they do in that situation. Cry. Run. No, no, they, they they light this dude no, up. 
I never. Uh, Show a runaway for a guy with AK-47. Kind of just duck under the hood. You know, yeah, under your I'm seat. Going I guess. under the car. <laughs> um. Just get out of the way of the windshield. Here's John. John, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. Um. Hey, so I listened to, to that kind of interview with that cop that got shot. She got hot, hit in the hand, the left hand, and she lost her index finger, and two of her other fingers kind of got blown apart, basically. And so she was able to unload a magazine on the guy. And so when you hear that guy go, I have a gun, he's basically come to help out. And he was going to give her a gun because she couldn't reload her gun with one hand. Yeah, well, that guy must got caught, fucking killed running yeah, up yelling, I have a gun. He's an Amish taxi cab driver. He drives the Amish around. That's what he does for a living. It's fucking crazy. And he just happened to be coming up on the scene like that. No kidding. I wouldn't be doing that. Uh, all right, peace, man. Here's Kevin it's in Houston. You're on the Red Fed Show. Hey, boys. Can, uh, going forward, can popcorn never be a phone screener? Because when you call in with something relevant to the show, and it happened maybe seven or eight years ago, and he's like, I have no clue what you're talking about because he's fucking 12 years old, it's really annoying. He's got feelings, too, though. He's a person. He's, he's, he's a human being. He's an intern. Not a human doing. I, but when you call up and you're like, oh, whoa. that boat crash in the Bermuda Triangle in 1984, like... Yeah, I remember that, that's, man. That was that's fucking not, bad. That's not radio material. <laughs> that was a crazy thing to say. <laughs> he's got the ear. He can make that sort of judgment call. I have one ear. What's wrong with the other one? I'm doing my fucking cigar just dropped. I'm gonna have my fucking mind. Is that true, popcorn? Only one ear works? Save what? the date. It's May 21st for Unmasked with special guest Zach Braff announced today. That's May 21st. Go to the iBang to make sure you can be in the audience for Zach Braff on May 21st. Be here at 11 a.m. at the SiriusXM studios. Request tickets by going to theinterabang.com. Flathead sent a thing 10 minutes ago that says she is hot. I don't know who he's talking about. Probably the tranny. <laughs> Shelby said, any update from Rob, from Rob Cross or HR? We're getting an update today. Shelbster. Oh, maybe Flat was talking about Lisa Lowe. Yeah, that makes sense. Lisa Lowe, not the tranny. <laughs> or maybe Sombrero Man's girlfriend. <laughs> there she is, in a weird... She seems to be way not too nice of a dress to be at a McDonald's. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, she's her already, girl. They get fucking dressed up for everything. All right, we got anything in the plug before we get out of here today? They need to use this room. Mm-hmm. This room needs to be used by them. Yep. Used up. Uh, James, you're on the Run Fez show. Alex says his new character is the internet pop-up ad of the show. He just kind of pops up in the middle of a conversation and gives you some annoying ad. But he did start reusing the Fez voice. 
That's nice to hear. Which we haven't heard in years. It's nice to hear. It's like an old friend returned. Um, Vinny in Staten Island. Hey, Ronnie, it's, do you have celebrity Kathy Lee Gifford in there announcing the unmasks? Is that who's doing that? No, that's old Fez voice. Oh, that's old Fez voice. Okay. Yeah. Sure, it's not a, Dear old Fezziwig, I haven't seen him in years. Good night, Ronnie. Mm. Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. Um, all right, I think that's it for us. We are out today. That's it. We'll be back in here tomorrow with some special guests. If I was you, I'd flip over to the loft right now and hear Burt Baccarat and uh, Elvis Costello, uh, Channel 30. That's the loft. We don't know who runs the loft or why. Wonder what the rent is. <laughs> it's because it's like a loft. Yeah. It's great stuff. <laughs> That's where to end the show. You're the fucking Justin Stengel of your generation. <laughs> if Justin Stengel couldn't write a joke. <laughs> okay. Do we have a meeting on stuff, Fix? It could be a quick one. I'll roll through it. If you guys see what I did with that cigar, I'd appreciate it. All right, guys. See, you got another one? Just want to remind everyone, go to the Interbank where you can still vote on who you would toss off the lifeboat amongst it's already done. The, the great MCs. Yeah, we're done with that. It's Tuesday. Uh, see you guys tomorrow. And, uh... Peace. Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV.
There's a brand new thing to look forward to on Friday nights, and it's on IFC. It's a little thing called Marin, and it stars Mark Marin as Mark Marin. It's Mark Marin as a fictionalized version of himself. Trust me, it's not too far off from the real thing. It's Marin starring Mark Marin on IFC every Friday night. New episode coming up this Friday at 10 o'clock in the East, 9 Central on IFC. It's Mark Marin as he talks about his great loves, his, his uh, longest lasting relationships. That's his podcast and his cats. So you see where this is going. It's Marin on IFC on Friday. All his neuroses are intact. Plus, great guest stars this season, including Aubrey Plaza, Gina Gershon, Dennis Leary, Adam Scott, and Judd Hirsch playing Mark's father. So that's Marin on Friday nights, every Friday night, now on IFC, starting at 10 in the East, 9 Central. Tune in to Marin on IFC Friday nights.